Well, day I dare I say it, 100. It's number 100. This is going to be a disaster for sure. No, it won't. We'll keep it on the rail. Have some faith. Good job, Made it to 100. Amazing. Crazy mind, ride. Mind blowing. <laughs> Especially after this year where we haven't really had a whole lot to talk about. But uh yeah. What what a what a crazy ride. I mean, you why don't you walk us through how this all started, Carrie? Oh god. Uh <laughs> when did we start? Two thousand nineteen, eighteen? Oh I, it, it was, I see I should have been I should have been prepared for this. And it was like the week before TPC. And you were 20. like, we should start a podcast. Yeah, we should. <laughs> it was 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah, it's fall of 2018, yeah. Yeah. Just to, uh, I guess, talk about tournaments and keep people informed that don't watch the events or don't check websites and all that stuff. It was something to add to social media. And uh, I contacted three or four people to start it up and... Uh, the Wiseman twins and Weber were stupid enough to join. So uh, I can't thank them enough to start this cascade effect that turned into what we have today, obviously. Um, yeah, still unbelievable. Uh, and especially a person like me to start a podcast. I only listened to one podcast at the time was Joe Rogan's stuff. And uh, just seeing what he did, I was just thinking audio podcast. We weren't gonna film anything, and I think it was by the the twentieth podcast we started filming it, and then we started putting it up on YouTube. And um, yeah, hmm. did you start off like with a plan, Carrie? To like we're gonna go weekly, or we're just gonna go before every tournament, or what was the what was the subject of the premise to begin with? It's just like I don't know. Whenever we can get together, we'll randomly schedule and get on. Yeah, get, and we're just going to talk about stuff. I th I think the original idea was because, like you said, it was right before TPC. It was something to do for just the big tournaments and maybe some masters for the Alberta guys and stuff like that. But then um, we slowly asked people to come on for guests and stuff like that. And obviously, we're going outside of Alberta, so it didn't make much sense to just keep an Alberta thing and. Um, I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, but there was an Ontario podcast that started up, I think, a week later. Yeah. And um, the 11th at, time? Yeah, at that yeah. time, I didn't want to keep it regional because I think Ontario was specifically thinking of just their region. So we started expanding ours out to more and more people. And um, obviously, ours took off. There's, I'm not sure what happened there, if they had scheduling issues or what happened, but um, I'm glad ours is at least providing across Canada content for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, early on we were, we were kind of willy nilly with our guests and very last minute. And it was like, okay, <laughs> it's like, you know, noon on, on Wednesday. It's like, who are we getting on this week? <laughs> and then we, we text our buddies and we'd, we'd find somebody to come on, but you know, we have buddies obviously all over the country and stuff. And, you know, it was easy to reach out to people like Mitch Davies to get on and, um, re easy to reach out to people like Jeff Young to come on, and I, I think once those people started coming on, it, it instantly started to grow into something larger. Um, you know, Jeff comes on and starts talking about bowling balls and bowling ball productions and all that kind of stuff, and that's definitely an avenue that we need. You know, thought we should go down and just be informative on other parts of the game that wasn't just about the cash tour and stuff like that. And um, it just slowly progressed into into what it is now, which is 
you know, a mix of that and the, the history of the game and all sorts of stuff. And um, it's definitely been a long progression, but uh, it's uh, it's been it's it's super neat and super fun and super grateful to have everybody that's decided to come on and deal with our bullshit. <laughs> I. I... I do want to clarify a few things. Obviously, if you look back at prior podcasts, Mitch and Jeff are on um, multiple times. Those are the only weeks we couldn't find guests. So <laughs> I, I, I do want to clarify that. So I, I want to make sure that their ego is not there. They We couldn't find anybody. Obviously, you know, they had nothing else going on. So we got them on. So don't um, don't don't let the audience be fooled here. Tim's just talking smack because uh, we have a couple of those guys in the back room. Yep. So he's just trying to talk a big game right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been great. Uh, the progression of things. Uh, the greatest thing I find is that uh, we've connected with so many people across Canada um, we got to know certain people that we maybe never got to know. Um, and I think that's the greatest part about this whole thing. And uh, we finally have maybe bowling kind of highlighted somewhere, right? So, and it, it's great. I mean, I mean, we have 100, po- 100 podcasts and we almost have 100 viewers already. And uh, by, by no means, when we first started, we thought, you know what, let's give it 45 minutes of our banter. No one wants to listen to our shit. And now... Now we're up to two hours, and last week, I mean, Jeff took it on for three hours. Um, so it, it really, it really, it's grown a lot, and we can't thank you guys enough for being, you know, so so supportive over everything, right? Yeah, and, and the funny thing was, is like, you know, we were doing forty-five minutes to start, and like I think I said last week, we we had people asking us like, forty-five minutes is too long. Like, an optimal podcast is twenty minutes, half an hour, and here we are hitting three hours last yeah. week. You know, and is it is it worth mentioning? Is it worth mentioning that this is actually podcast one hundred and one? But we magically <laughs> we magically lost one in there. Do do we actually do we actually talk about that? We oh yeah, for that. sure. No, yeah. we we can definitely talk about that. So Shane Chafe. <laughs> Shane was awesome. Shane came on. We <laughs> talked for a solid hour, whatever. And it, and we used to start our podcast late. Like we weren't starting at seven. We would start our, our recordings at nine o'clock at night. Which meant that that Shane was actually jumping on at twelve thirty a.m. his time, and we talked for an hour, hour and a half, and we got through it. And we weren't using Streamyard like we use now. We were just recording through OBS, and OBS decided it didn't want to save it. So we lost that entire right. podcast. Well, and, then and Shane... we, we kind of kind of remember, but we don't want to remember. Maybe we'll have to bring so, yeah. Shane back on so we can document that again. Hey, oh no, we, we've he invited declined. Shane back on, but Shane yeah. is a salty guy <laughs> <laughs> and, and Shane has not come back on yet he says he will come back on when uh, when there's bowling to talk about but uh, yeah. yeah Shane has not come back on since that debacle loving uh, loving all the, the comments so far that we're getting in there super appreciative everybody of the congratulations it's obviously a great milestone um, Adam how about for you you did the, a pile of these early on and then I, and I don't took even a break. know how many Right. I don't know. When, when did I 70, go? It was like I think? 60, yeah. like high 60s or something, right? So, yeah. I don't know. The, uh, from, from where it started to where it is now, it's a complete transformation, which is so much fun to watch, uh, even not being part of the, the weekly podcast. But um, just the, the amount of love and support that we've seen over the, uh, you know, the, the course of a few years. Uh, we'll go to a national event and we'll have people come up that, like I said, we, we may not necessarily have ever connected with, um, but uh, come up and either give us ideas or, you know, say thanks or whatever, right? And 
you just know it has such a, a, a big reach into the bowling community. And uh, especially in, you know, the, these COVID times where really there, there's nothing coming out from the, the national organizations. I, I couldn't imagine five pin bowling right now without the five pin universe and uh, specifically the, this group. Right, just just continuing to push content to week after week. It's really incredible what you guys have been able to do. Yeah, I appreciate. Well, that. and you're a huge part of that too, Adam. Right, like obviously we chime in at you on a weekly basis, but you know you're a big part of the success, and that's why we keep inviting you back, right, to to come and have these. When I take my monthly uh, hiatus for for one show up, but yeah, you're a huge part of the success too, pal. So we think about you as part of us. I appreciate I think, that, boys. I think your comment there, Adam. Well, one part of that, which which is so true, is you know when we went when we went to nationals in 2019, and we were there. I think that that was that nationals in BC was the time that we actually figured out that this is this is something bigger than we thought it was, and that uh, this is, has a bigger reach than we ever thought it would. And um, yeah, I mean, we had so many people come up to us to talk to us about podcast that we had no we idea was listening. I think what the cool thing, too, on that note is that people don't just talk to us um, when the tournaments will come back in. They'll talk to each other, right, about mm -hmm. potentially podcasts or, hey, I saw you made a comment on a podcast. I, I, I've seen your name before. What's, and then, right, it just builds that community around it. Um, you know, lots of Wednesday night. Now we know it's a fixture every Wednesday night. This is what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, line up the guests ahead of time. People can prepare. It's their weekly TV that have watched CSI or whatever, Parks and Rec or Community you are talking about, right? All these shows, this definitely um, becomes the Wednesday night, 7 o'clock or for our time, but different time for everybody else. It's, it's the, the routine, so, yeah. Yeah. Really neat that we can have a whole community pull pull together across the country on a weekly basis, and you know, chat in the in the side chat over here, or on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, and just you know, yeah, you're exactly right. It's super neat that people can communicate and connect and get to know each other through something small like this, right? It's super yeah. Cool. Um, paper, so, paper. Go ahead, Carrie. Uh, just uh, so people know, I'm not not paying attention i'm distracted we're having some uh backroom issues with some of our guests uh for this podcast but um i just want to put like adam was a huge part to start this all and i know um if people don't know adam decided to take a little bit of step back um he had some other things going on and we're happy that daryl was um available enough to step in and help us out and everything it's not like adam's not never welcome back to come on and stuff like that he's stepped in when we've had to take some time off and that kind of stuff so he's welcome to join us and raz everybody and give his two words of the week so two words of the week nice. Nice. you're welcome yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed coming on too, guys. This gives me something to, you know, be on a Wednesday night, but to talk bowling and be relevant. And I'm happy to be back and, you know, involved a bit. And I think Len talked about the format, you know, that was, that was a big thing when I came on was adding a bit of structure, I think, right. Adding some interviewing skills per se, and just sort of keeping the flow going. And, you know, we all play our part. We've talked about that before about everybody doing our thing. And sure, I might be a little bit more of the questioning guy, but yeah, we're all we're all a team, and it's all it's all super fun and flows really well. So, yeah, Daryl, uh, super super glad you came on. Uh, super grateful for you. Um, yeah, you definitely brought in 
a lot more structure than we ever had, and that was super important because, like I said, we were fi- we were finding yeah. guests at, at noon yeah, think, on Wednesday, and or or it'd um, be like, or we were like, hey, uh, do we have any topics? Uh, yeah. Adam, do you have any topics? I I have this one, like, so now so now we have more formatted as in like. We actually have topics. I actually send out the agenda ahead of time. Um, whether we follow the agenda like Jeff does, it doesn't matter. Um, but it's it's great that way. So. But yeah. I think what by having the agenda and you know, other people watching it, it makes it easy for people to come on and be a guest, right? It's made other guests super comfortable um, with you know perhaps speaking English. Right when perhaps if it was just regular banter, they maybe it wouldn't be lost. But they know because there's agenda, we're probably going to talk about their childhood, and then we're going to talk about the Open, and then the Masters, and then some cash tournaments. Right? I think that opens the comfortable for people to to come on and speak. Um, you know, I'm also a little bit older than you guys, so <laughs> I might know some of, some of these older you know guests might have uh, you know open up to come on because you know they know DB, and there's a little bit of comfortable feeling there, but. Anyways, we, we, we got a long ways to go. They'd, they'd come on anyways, and I think that uh, we're, we're well on our way to doing a lot more of these for sure. DB, did you just call some of our guests uh, forgetful and have old timers? Or... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Okay. Yeah. Just check it. Just check it. We want to talk, Carrie, about um, what's happening tonight. So we've got some guests. We've got yeah. some giveaways. Go for um, it. So, yeah. So we got lots of giveaways, and uh, we're going to rattle off how you guys can enter that um like tim was saying we're almost at 100 so if you guys could like and share this on facebook or any type of social media we're live streaming right now on youtube as well if you can like and share it so we can bring in more people get more people involved in these draws um we'll show you how to enter those and uh we have i think six guests lined up and uh just a bunch of tomfoolery going on um and so it took us 100 episodes um you guys have known all-star bowling has been a huge proponent uh big sponsor done lots of giveaways with them they are once again a sponsor this week and we will be doing a giveaway for them again um but we have sold out and i'm sorry to say uh it was only for a couple beers so (laughs) didn't take much we have uh got a sponsor yeah. Alley Cat Breweries. We can't thank them enough. Um, so they are providing us with our drink of the week every week, hopefully for a while, until um, they decide it's not worth it and all that good stuff. Um, but we are Dexter is donating a hat to theirs as well, and we'll be yeah. giving that away. Um, we'll show you how to get entered for that as well. Um, Dexter, you want to talk a little bit about Alley Cat? Yeah, for sure. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank Alley Cat for jumping on and supporting us. Um, they also they um, they supply us with some of our brands at the bowling alley, and uh, our rep is Amber. We've actually known Amber since we were like seven years old. Um, she's super awesome to deal with. Um, Alley Cat is an awesome company. Um, they were the original craft beer brewery here in Edmonton. Um, They've now been around for 25 years, and they just had new owners take over. So uh, Cam and Zane, also <laughs> from here in Edmonton, um, in St. Albert, um, they just took over and in February of 2020, so a month before our initial lockdown. So uh, I can't imagine that this has been a fun experience for them starting off, uh, starting up their brewery in, uh, in the middle of a pandemic. But um, 
They did, and it sounds like sales are going good, and they've got lots of great beer for the summer. Um, so really grateful for them. Really, uh, yeah, re really can't thank them enough for all their support that they do give us. Um, I'm I'm drinking two of my favorites tonight. They're both summer beers, but the Mango Lorian, I'm sure uh, Johnny loves it because the Mandalorian uh, Mango <laughs> beer, so good, and then. Um, a pineapple quake. So a quake is kind of a fruitier beer to begin with, but they actually make it with a, a pineapple um, puree in it as well, and it is a fantastic summer beer. Yeah. I think Weber is drinking Skona Gold, which is like their normal beer. Correct. Um, which is, it's also gluten-free. DB is drinking that one too. Uh, I don't know. What is Tim drinking? I'm drinking the Mangalorian, yes. Oh, you're drinking the Mangalorian, too? <laughs> I'm going to try it, yeah. I started Carrie, with the Mangalorian. And Carrie, unfortunately, lives in the middle of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So he went and picked up some. He's drinking Apricot, which is one of their core brands, too. Uh, fantastic beer. I know that's, like, one of Tim's favorite beers. And Blair Tox, one of Blair Tox's favorite beers, too. Oddly um, fun fact. You want to uh, – I know uh, uh, Dan Charles, you know, all the way from uh, Thunder Bay out there. Fishbone is available, so if you, yeah. I know you loved it at TPC and you drank this out of it, so yeah, definitely go get some. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. And like we said, we can't thank Alley Cat enough um, stepping up and helping us. We we tend to have a few beers while we do this podcast, as it as everybody knows, it's gotten to be three hours long apparently, so uh, <laughs> we get a little parched and. Uh, Adam came prepared this week. I, I brought a cooler, <laughs> so three, three hours is just too long for me to keep going to the beer fridge. So I, I brought a cooler, so I had some snacks and a lunch in there. And... <laughs> it's like a just need a little bucket what, what, underneath what about, your desk, and you'll be set. What about a what about a personality? Nope, didn't, didn't bring one. Sorry, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm gonna run through um, each giveaway. Um, and everybody in the chat and on Facebook and YouTube can enter this by following the simple rule is enter the hashtag and it's all lowercase. But uh, we'll start with the first one. So All Star is giving away um, $100 for their um, $100 worth of merch on their website. So once you get drawn, We'll get their uh, your contact information to them. They'll get in contact with you. And uh, as people have known over the weeks, All Stars given away I think fifty dollars per week, and people have used it to buy bowling balls, merchandise, everything that All Star Bowling Sales sells. So, oh yeah, I, I'm absolutely gonna go put my name into that right now. Yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's our first giveaway, um, and all these giveaways will be drawn. I'm going to say closer to the end of the podcast, but we may draw one early. So um, you may have to stick around to the end or you may get away with a, and look at the entries coming in already. 17. Okay. But before you, you run through the rest of them. Yeah, uh, for sure. Can, can everybody uh, just put all hashtags in one message or should they be sent in separately? Do we know? So the algorithm it picks up the hashtag all star giveaway all in lower caps. I don't know if it can be in a complete sentence or anything like that. Um, it would be better if they entered it at separate times. 
It will not accept duplicate entries from the same people though. So if you do one on Facebook and do one on YouTube, that's fine, but you can't enter multiple times on Facebook. We're gonna have uh, 9,000 comments today. <laughs> No, yeah. that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> All right. So our second giveaway is from Alley Cat, which is provided by uh, Dexter Wiseman, the hat. So it's hashtag Alley Cat Summer, and uh, you can enter that for that hat. Our next one is a custom sublimated polo from BPG. So it's hash hashtag custom BPG polo. Um, I think they're roughly around $75, $85, Daryl. So quite a bit of value in that. Um, yeah, if people if don't, like it or not. Yeah. And um, if people don't know, sublimated, you can almost literally put anything on your shirt, which is pretty cool. You can even put Adam Weber's face on it if you want, or DB can slap his face on it if you don't give yeah. him the appropriate talk, stuff. Donnie will talk about it, but he uh, he made a couple of really <laughs> sweet ones lately So for, for a client. They're awesome. Perfect. All right. Next, we have uh, three books donated by Mr. Tom Patterson. And his fourth book is The Success Driven Logic. So he's giving away three copies. So we will do this draw three times, but you only have to enter it once and you'll be entered into all three draws. So uh, it's hashtag Success Driven Logic. That's the name of the book. And we are giving away three of those. And our next one, Mr. Weber is giving away a WCBT membership, but there's a caveat to this. You must be coming to be a member for the next WCBT season in 2020-2020, or sorry, 2021-2022. I lost a year. Holy. <laughs> it's hashtag Weber membership. So it's a WCBT membership worth $100. And then our... This may not be our last giveaway, but it's the last one I thought of while we're doing this up. Um, Mr. Martin Talbot got a hold of me just as we were starting a podcast, and he's giving away um, a $75 worth of um, a sports break. I'm not sure exactly what the item is. He can maybe add it into the comments um, for the people if they need to know. Um, if I do find some time, I will copy the message and put it in there for everybody. But it's a hashtag sports break, and that's from Martin Talbot. Awesome. You might have to uh, line those <sighs> up throughout the podcast, eh, Carrie? Just keep, yeah, keep putting them I'm, in there. I'll put a ticker tape across the bottom every <laughs> once in a while for everybody. All right. That's awesome. That, that, that's a lot of giveaways. That's uh, really, really nice to see. For, for Yeah. We were... I was contemplating us doing a little bit of a discount on our five pin universe store, but, um, if you become a patron member, you get a discount there already. So, um, with all these giveaways, um, it didn't feel necessary for us to add more to it and, um, dilute what's already be giving what's already being given away. And we can't thank all these, um, sponsors and people donating items and memberships and it, it's unreal. Um, for the support. Yes. Yeah, Apparently, annoyed five pin bowling guy doesn't recognize me as a podcast crew member or what? Isn't BPG <laughs> giving away a sublimated polo? We'll make sure. We'll make sure annoyed five pin bowling guy doesn't get the, the custom polo. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should free him again. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I might just ban him for fun. Yeah. So here, here's Martin. Um, it's $75 8x10 autograph photo from AJ Sports of your choice. So there you go. That's amazing. So once again, I will uh, put the, all the hashtags into a banner and we'll... we'll <laughs> yeah, why is it? Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I'm down for that. Can we... Can we... <laughs> yeah. I, no, I'm going to pass on that one. You know what? Yeah. yeah, you just don't have to enter if you don't want to win. Nope. I, 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 I think we give photo. one of those away. Okay, we'll give one of those away. Good, good call, Kyle. All yeah. right, also going to do... A Tim Weisberg photo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It is oh. signed, just it so is, everybody knows. It is, it is signed. signed, yeah. 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 And we do, and we do have Kyle's entry in already, so that's yeah. perfect. Limited edition. <laughs> yeah. Is this DNA worth anything? <laughs> oh, no, oh, Jesus. no, not even to the police. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love watching the comments because then I know people are. You know who's who's listening and who's watching, right? It's it's fun to see. So appreciate everybody adding comments and putting posts in. I like it. I'm definitely not entering the Weisberg photo. That's not worth it. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> we we are definitely falling behind here on our time schedule already. So we might as well bring in our first guest. So if people don't know this, um, the very first podcast was me, the Wiseman twins, and Mr. Weber, and. Uh, so the second podcast, we were wondering who could we get on? And it happened to be somebody I asked to join us for the very first podcast, but um, he didn't want to be a part of something like that, but he didn't mind being a guest and uh, a very close friend of mine and somebody that's been um, integral in the WCBT and um, BPG's portion of five pin bowling um, on Daryl's team is uh, Mr. Mark Johnstone. Hey. hey, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's in the house, yeah. I heard, like, applauding, applauding in the background. <laughs> yeah, we need to add some sound. I could, I could add this little, uh, where is that? I have a little confetti banner. It's a, uh, there you go. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on, buddy. Long no time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. Very <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this johnny when the boys uh started talking about doing a podcast uh, a couple of years ago well i wasn't really sure because i would, i honestly probably didn't even know really what a podcast even was at that at time so i was a little hesitant i guess and then uh obviously i didn't end up signing up but uh you guys have taken a long way it's awesome uh yeah it was i just didn't i don't know i wasn't sure what to expect at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> Neither did we, man. Neither, Neither did we. we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. No, but you guys have taken it a long way, and it's progressed. It's pretty awesome. So yeah, it's been it's been a fun ride to be in the background. I haven't seen them all, I don't think, but I've seen a good portion of them all. Yeah, you're always in there commenting, and you know. what would be some of your uh, what would be some of your favorites? Or, or what do you what do you like most about the podcast? Like, what do you get out of it? You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, I've thought a lot about the fact, like I've heard some, like the mental side of things, like some people that typically wouldn't, wouldn't pick their brain kind of thing, or like uh, Brad Glynn is one of the ones that pops out in my mind that was pretty uh, insightful, and he had lots to talk about mental health and stuff like that. 
So that, I like that one. That was one of my the ones that one of the ones that really stand out. Uh, even last week was really good, and Jeff Bourne talking about some of the, his thoughts and things, and which was which I was I was fairly impressed with a lot of things that he had to say. I mean, it's, over the time, it's kind of hard to remember all of them. I think with having no bowling in a way, it kind of helps because they talk about other things, which is actually good sometimes. So instead of just talking about scores and results all the time, it's kind of forced you guys to talk about some of the other things a little bit more. So I think it, I think it worked out okay. Yeah, totally. I think, uh, I think when COVID's over, it's going it, to, I would assume it'll turn into a bit of a blend, you know, a bit of a blend of what it is now and what it was maybe a little bit before where we talk about more of the current event stuff and important things that are happening in our game at that time period and then still mixing in, you know, the interview process that we sort of have now and, you know, maintaining some of the some of the history of the game and I really think that that's been a big part of what we've been doing lately and uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even some of the old stories uh, uh Ron Ron stories about the the bowling championships in was it the Philippines or whatever? That was pretty cool. I never actually knew about the small ball championships, or maybe I forgot about it or whatever. But that was kind of cool hearing about that. I've heard about the Canada Games year and stuff, but not the the other ones. Forgetting so. happens at your age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can hard to remember all the ones at the beginning. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Every once in a while, to, we'll be like going to the guests, and I'm like, ah, oh, do we? Do we have this person on? It's like, yeah, we we had them on like number like sixteen or seventeen. It's like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, hard to keep track. Yeah. But now, Mark, but Johnny, you... go, go ahead. ahead. No, you're no, good. You to be. No, I was just going <laughs> to talk about obviously. <laughs> um, obviously, Mark is bowling shirts is a is a topic we want to talk about with you. Um, everybody's had jerseys and, you know, we've seen the, the retro styles of the full button downs. We've seen just normal polo shirts and, and names on it. But um, even before you and I started working together at, at BPG, you started doing some sublimated shirts. Um, I think that sort of changed things in the way that uh, shirts and tournaments and leagues and all that stuff. Can you tell us about where that started? And obviously where it's grown into now is completely, uh, completely different. So. Yeah, well, I actually, I got to show you. We got the BPG Bombers on right now. I love that shirt. It's so yeah, good. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, at the beginning, I, I worked for Home Run Sports in Edmonton here and uh, did a lot of ball jerseys and stuff. And the challenge with sublimation in the past uh, was high minimums and it takes forever and it's hard to it's hard to do and, and all these things. And uh, I ended up doing a lot of ball jerseys and stuff. And then I kind of asked them if they would, would instead of doing a ball jersey or, or a volleyball or any sport jersey, would they try like a polo? So yeah, they they I'm like yeah, we could try the three button polo, and we, I tested it out. And then the first time I tested it out, I I got it in, and it was I remember it because I brought it to Regina, and I had the bowling pins on the side and everything like that, and with like kind of grayscale in the background and. Uh, I, it was a little too light because everyone came up to me and was like wiping off my shirt because they thought I had dust on my shirt. If <laughs> <laughs> I like stretched out my shirt and held my shirt out, they could actually see that it was bowling pins on the side. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it had my name on the back. And I always saw the the PBA guys, like I saw them on TV and they all had their names on their shirts. And I was like, why can't we do this? And then like finally I came across a supplier in Canada here that 
that could make it happen and to do one at a time was the biggest thing mm-hmm. that's how it all started yeah I, I definitely think that it's you know revolutionized a lot of things on the tour and you know as we're trying to slowly progress into you know more corporate sales of things you know sponsorships and you know yeah spot like major sponsors for tour events and stuff like that um the the shirts were a major improvement as to what we had before and uh definitely opened up a whole bunch of avenues for individual and uh, individual sponsorships and stuff like that too but um it also really added a, a level of professionalism to the game you you see way more people wearing and, and i'll be honest like i'll go out in my qualifying shifts or well before before being sponsored I'd, I'd wear i'd wear t-shirts and stuff and then just wear the tour finals shirts on the sundays but it's super cool going in on the sundays and seeing everybody wearing tour shirts mm-hmm. and um it, it's super neat to see that professionalism um i think there was some hesitancy at the start where people were like because i remember i remember in ybc there was a there was a kid that came out and he had um he had his signature scrawled across the back of his shirt and no one had ever seen it before and i remember everyone being like who is this guy and why is he doing that what a loser yeah yeah it looked cocky or arrogant yeah right exactly exactly but but now we're at a point in the game where you know especially at the tour and stuff like that where you know we need to promote individuals as well and this is a great way of doing it and uh I really think that what you've done has been great for our game. I really do. Um, so let's go around the the horn here. How many shirts have you guys purchased that are sublimated? I think I have. I think I have seven that aren't masters or open, and I may have sold one to somebody, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, like. Um, I was probably one of the first ones that bought some from Johnstone, um, mm-hmm. the original design with the pins on the side and stuff like that. And yep. now you've gone to such better materials and stuff like that. Like it's it's all right bowling them. I remember those first shirts um, with a big arm swing. You get lots of rash on the inside of the arm and stuff like that. But now it's like wearing a t-shirt almost. It's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's came a long way. Like we probably went through like two or three different fabrics, and we've at the beginning they were all too short, and so you raise your arms up, and then you're I think Weber changed, Weber changed that, right? He was actually you know, Weber. Weber, you were actually the one that got me the to search out the new fabric because I didn't know that that guys were having the chafing up in the in the arm. I didn't yeah. know that, right? And I was like, man, you got to fix that. So I, I reached out to my guy, and we had a couple other options, and. It worked out really good. Well, I remember seeing a few of the guys on on tour, and I, I can't remember. Maybe we played an event where we we'd actually received them or something. And uh, yeah, there, there was that. That was the biggest issue. But you, you just felt so restricted in that old material. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, you know the the big wave of people getting these sublimated shirts uh, started happening, and I, I kept resisting and. I'm like, Johnny, I, I, I will not buy this material a shirt. If you get a new material, I'll, I'll be first in line to purchase two, right? And yeah, uh, yeah right, right when you got it, because there was so many good golf shirts that were out there in a very similar type of material, uh, but they were breathable and, and you could actually wear them. And, and people would actually wear them outside of the bowling alley. And uh, yeah, you, when you made that change, uh, I, I was all on board and 
it's uh, apparently everybody else has been too right yeah, yeah. but the, the 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 one biggest thing that i love about them yes it brings a, a level of professionalism and uh to to not only the the tours but national events now for e even the youth uh which is really incredible uh but you start to see people's personalities uh, of you know what they're making in these shirts and i i think that's what the the sport was really lacking and this gives them an opportunity to build a custom shirt one-on-one -on -one custom shirt uh that that brings their personality uh, along and uh, I, I think it's it's doing wonders for the game and can't can't thank you guys enough for for coming up with the idea and being able to blast it out there yeah, uh, I was just reading Tom Patterson's comment here. It, it, you feel pride in what you're wearing, and I think that's a huge thing. Like you, you feel like you belong. You feel like you're you are a professional, and that's the way I take it and the way I feel. And I feel like I'm a pro, and I, I want to be a pro. And if that's the way, what you got to do, and you got to have confidence, and I think it went a long way to, to helping people out. And and like you said, like. I, the thing I enjoy about doing it is the, the personalities come out. Everybody has their own different character or different, a wolf or a different character or different color scheme or somebody, yeah, just, it's all kinds of just neat to see it. I just did a Mookie Betts one the other day. That yeah. was cool. It, it's, it looks yeah. super good. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty cool. Um, I do have to ask, since it's a lighthearted oh. podcast, what, <laughs> what, whatever happened to the headband? Like... De Deathstroke, oh, whatever happened to the headband? Oh, <laughs> I'll be right back. Don't encourage him. I mean, the cool thing about the shirts, obviously, Mark, is that you can do just one, right? There's yeah. no setup yeah. charge. I mean, and you work hours on them, sometimes on the design. You go back and forth 20, 30 times. But obviously, we've parlayed that into you know a, a business, right? And we do... Uh, association shirts so the whole edmonton five pin gets them i think all of them in alberta get them now you know across ontario saskatchewan manitoba everybody's getting these shirts and it's cool i mean we we did all of the ybc so for bowl canada we did every province um you know four or five years ago right there's the headband and, and that's the cool thing is you can do the same design and, and play around with it and everybody can look consistent um but uh, yeah you've done a pretty good job with it <laughs> I mean, there's other products they can get into too, like arm sleeves and stuff like that as well. Like, I'm starting to yeah. expand other things too. Yeah. Um, so, BPG will not produce custom headbands. <laughs> <laughs> they will not. I tried, no, and no. they said no. I I don't think that was a BPG decision. That was a WCBT production decision. Yes, no, that, that is untrue. That is untrue, Carrie, because I was said I was not allowed to wear a hat. And then I was like, am I allowed to wear a headband? And you're like, if you want to look like an idiot, you can wear a headband. And I'm like, John yeah. Neal, I'm wearing a headband. But then I asked Mark, you, you, for, you forget, you forget our vice down? president is also part of the WCBT and BPG. So it's still a WCBT decision. Yeah. Yeah. We got past the president, but you didn't get past the vice. Tough yeah. luck. And why are you wearing it upside down, Dexter? What's that? Is, is it why are you wearing down? it upside down? No, it's not. Or is it just backwards? Oh, it is upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> what does it say? Enough of, uh, it says, it says, this is not a hat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 
Anyway, Johnny, how about uh, some? Let's give us a couple of your bowling highlights uh, in your career. You've had a pretty extensive career. Had some had some pretty big moments. If you had to define, say, top three defining moments for yourself in in bowling, what would those be? Um, uh, probably one of the top, no particular order. Uh, the last year, TSN, I won the TSN national championship. I uh, wasn't on TV, unfortunately, but uh, that was definitely. It was a. It was a really good field too. Um, Jeff Bourne was there. Greg Grazia, John Walsh, Bobby Toraville, uh, Schultz, uh, Basaraba. Like it was a really good field. I can't remember. Yeah, I said Jeff Bourne. Yeah, so it was a really good field. So that was pretty cool. Um, another one would be uh, 2010. Uh, open nationals, uh, almost winning double gold. I got the gold in the men's team and the silver in the uh, in the singles, and it got all star as well. Just nipping out Tim there by a couple points. No, I'm, yeah, a nice couple of miss spares on free fall. I remember that. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I guess obviously I've been to a few, won a few more golds. Oh three, my first one was important, and then one personal statistic. Uh, one night I had my first perfect game. I had a 15-11 a for a four-game block. That's kind of the one statistic that sticks out for me. Nice part. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that was a, a no a no practice 450, by the way. <laughs> well, that was the second one. Oh, that was the second one? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had two. No big deal. Who's counting? <laughs> yeah. I guess those would be my highlights. And then um, if you had to say what's, you know, bucket list, a couple couple of final comments for like, what do you next couple of years or next 20 years? What's what's the what's next for you? I think I have uh, an open singles titles, possibly. Um, well, they created this Hall of Fame thing now, apparently. So uh, I know I'm I know I'm fairly close to being uh, eligible for that. So that would be definitely on my bucket list. I want to win another cash tournament. That's very important to me. I've been to a lot of them, and I've only won one cash tournament in my life. Um, I've worked a lot of them in the last year on my physical part of the game and continually working on my mental part of the game. So I think I'm ready to get back into it a little bit more. So, um, Continue on Tim's lighthearted podcast. You're welcome for that win, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're welcome for not having two. Yeah, <laughs> and hey, Weber, I could, I could thank Weber for not having three then too, right? For him as well. Honestly, oh, though, Johnny, one of the autumns, three times. That's, uh, three times at the autumn open, second place. Wow, is that right? That wow. um, that TPC is probably one of the highlights of my career too, and I think it's super neat that like. I feel bonded to you forever in a way because how often do you face somebody three times in an event? Yeah. You know, it was super neat that I faced you three times and faced you in the B finals and then in the finals and it was super cool and you were such a good friend at that point too and it was just yeah. What, um, was a good friend was or awesome. is he still a good friend? <laughs> he's still a great friend. So hey, keep talk, the negativity talk, out of here. Talking talking about bucket list, he never even brought up his like he's looking forward to his wedding. Like I, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Man. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, we can kick Tim out of here anytime if yeah. we need. Um, yeah, Johnny, sure. Johnny, before we let you go, um, because we do have a lot of other guests lined up, um, 
we do want to put you on the spot because there was a mean tweet sent in just for you. Oh, Ooh. so well, uh, the first mean tweet of the night. For that. <laughs> no, there wasn't even a field for it. Somebody made one up for him. So, uh, <laughs> so we're going to put you on the big screen here. We're going to put the tweet in front of you. We're going to have you read it and you can retort if you want, or you can take it in however you want. And then we'll let you go after that. Or you can How just do... leave if it's real bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Mark had to start making clothes for bowling tournaments so he'd actually make money at bowling tournaments. (laughs) (laughs) You you can also see who sent it in. It was uh, Mr. Mitch Davies. Oh, that's awesome. What if I didn't make bowling shirts, would I still be making money? <laughs> that is true. Your attention wouldn't be on making shirts, that's for sure. You could still make money at making headbands. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we'll see this next when we come back to the next year, we'll see what happens. Perfect. Well, then Dex can give one away. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Johnny, for coming on. Um, like I said, you're the first real guest of this whole thing, and uh, you started it all off, and we can't thank you enough for coming back on and providing us with all the information and the laughs. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Good thanks, job. Johnny. All right. Thanks. So thanks, we're going to we're gonna run All-Stars commercial, and then we'll bring in our next guest shortly after. Forgot what my train of thought was. Oh, wow. Have another beer, Carrie. Have another beer. We're going to out that commercial for uh, pee break in between, eh? Yeah. I have to make it a little <laughs> bit almost, longer. Almost enough. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Daryl, you had mentioned maybe we'll do a few uh, mean tweets, maybe, for the, yeah, for the crew. Maybe one here. for each of us or something like that. Sure, yeah. we can do that. I'll uh I'll start off in alphabetical order, so that puts you up first. Or no, Adam up first. Adam up first. Yikes. Ugh, <laughs> All right, putting you on the big screen. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> From anonymous, hold still. I'm trying to imagine you with a personality. <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment. No comment. He's a personality. Have a comment. <laughs> Try better, <Yeah>. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daryl, you're next. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Who the hell are you? <laughs> I'm the interviewer. <laughs> I'm just the interviewer, guys. That had a had a small blip of a career in the open in the early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, we want to thank everybody for sending in these. These are pretty hilarious. Um, there was so many. We uh, nitpicked a little bit and uh, we pulled out the ones that were, or sorry, I should say I pulled out the ones that were hilarious. The rest of, the rest of these guys didn't see any. 
Um, I didn't get a chance to look at mine. Dexter did mine. So, um, so Dexter, you're next here, bud. <laughs> oh, baseball is really big in baseball. <laughs> you see, you see who that's sent by, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So Jeff, Jeff Young. Um, yeah, we have a fantasy baseball league and. We were talking about expansions, and I was saying how, you know, Vancouver, I think, should have a, a baseball team, because baseball is really big in BC, is what I meant to write, and then my fingers wrote baseball again, and, and I, you know, I stand by the fact that base, the baseball itself is still really important in baseball, so <laughs> we're, we're going to go with that. Good spin, good spin. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Weird flex. Yeah. All right, Tim. Here you go. Here's yours. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the time or the crayons to explain this to you. Wow! <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> that was good. Okay. No, not, not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah. yeah. So All much right. For so alphabetical order. Watch oh yeah. Theory. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the one doing this. So I decide the order. <laughs> okay, I'll do mine. Here we go. So yeah, I did carries. <clears throat> oh God, it's a double, and it's from yeah. Mitch. Mitch, my boy. <laughs> we still need another month of COVID to match the amount of missed cuts Carry has has since 2018. <laughs> a little retort. I'm 50% cut since 2017, so I ain't too bad. Kerry <laughs> is still president of the WCBT, so he can have a reason to show up on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, and we do have uh, one for the crew here. We'll do. Who's uh, gonna do that one? Who you wants to do? It? You can alternate again. Sure, I'll read this one. How's okay. that? While watching every week, the only way to see more real stars is to punch myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, that's a burn. Wow. Uh, How come that, that, feels, that feels like Len? Does that not feel like Len adds out to you? <laughs> that's a Hendrickson quote. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's good. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Without further ado, we'll bring in our next guest. Um... He was, wasn't on that long ago. Um, he's already been mentioned in this podcast by our other guest. Um, he provided a big mental side adjustment for, um, I guess, kind of everybody that was, was watching. Information I didn't know and uh, a great player. I got to play on a couple team or a team with him. And uh, Mr. Brad Glenn from the coast. <laughs> Hey gentlemen, how you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, how are you, Brad? Doing how are you? Those, those tweets were fantastic, Carrie. I, I really liked your second one, and I really liked the one for Johnny. They're specific, and they're just—they hurt, right? You try to act like it didn't hurt, but you, but you feel that, right? You know that hurts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little rough. It was a little right? rough. The, yeah. That's the one you think of halfway through the eighth game, right? When you're grinding out that last couple spots. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It may not hurt now. It may hurt in a couple of years, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Too far. Uh, well, so what's going on in the... Yeah. 
Like, Y'all interrupted each other. <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead, Demi. No, I'm just saying, what's going on there, Glenn? How are things out in the rock? You know, it's 11.25, so it's late. Um, so it's it's really good. I've been enjoying this, watching in the background. I like the comments that people are giving. These mean tweets are a good idea. You know, I think maybe, I think another podcast could be mean tweets about any bowler, and you make sure you get the good sports, and it could just be running through them. You know, maybe clear them with people. I think that could be a good time. <laughs> I, I, I would love to have Gino do mean tweets. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 yeah. yes. no. Oh, that'd be brilliant. And, and he gets to tell a story after he reads the mean tweets. <laughs> Full yeah. podcast. Yeah, you, your first 12 hour podcast, just like that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. So, how are, how are things, man? How are things going out there? You know, we're doing okay. You know, our bowling okay. season winding down. Karen's right here. They're bowling to like the middle of July or something to finish their league up. Um, it, not actually to the middle of July, but it feels that way. <laughs> we finished our league up uh, just a few weeks ago. You know, I talked to you before we locked down again. We only locked down in February for about a month. So we're pretty, uh, so we're doing pretty well out here. I have to say we're, we're quite lucky when it comes to it all. Awesome. awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah. That's really great to hear. Yeah. Well, I think the big reason that we want to have you back on, Brad, is obviously your awesome podcast guest. We're getting tons of lo of love for you here, but um, obviously, you know, some of the great bowlers in Newfoundland and your your really close relationship with Bobby O um, was was a big part, and obviously your dedication and time to him. So um, everybody's doing fine. Obviously, Bobby's you know no longer, but uh, you know, good tournament you guys are having for him and and lots of memories to, to continue to have there. Yeah, it was fantastic. I got to say, when you said a fun topic, and then you said, you know, the topic would be like Newfoundland Lake, that's not fun. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. Bobby you, was you fun, get, though, right? You get worried about who you're going to miss. Like, this is the sheet of paper I made. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. like, yeah. like, I texted Manor today and was like, for no particular reason, uh, some women some women legends that I might not think of from the past, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you got some name dropping to do, do you? I, like it, it was, it was terrible to think about. Right, try and do that. Like try to think about. Okay, Alberta legends. Who are we oh. going to say? Like Adam Weber, obviously. But then where do you go oh. after that? Oh. Right. Oh, I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave Adam that compliment just so the rest of you would have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that, Brad. <laughs> right, you know, but but that was the question you posed, and you know. The first thing you think about it is people who have won, right? And I think about guys uh, who had very legendary careers. And, and you know, my immediate list was, was Phil Foley, Kev O'Leary, you know, Lee Escott, Bobby O, uh, little Jerry Williams, because there's also a big Jerry Williams, you know, Terry Blake, Sean Wells, all those guys, you know, won either a national tournament or multiple national tournament or went to 40 or 50. Uh, then there's a guy that I don't know if any of you would know. His name is Vince Valvasori, so I'm going to tell a story. Vince Valvasori is like, he's got to be 80 plus now. Um, if, if any Newfoundland bowlers are there, like he's old and he's Italian and he has these big boxing, boxing hands and he bowls off the wrong foot. So I was like 13 years old going to watch the CBC in my home lanes uh, in rural Newfoundland. And I'm excited to see this Sean Wells guy and this Kev O'Leary guy and this Phil Foley guy. And there's this like 50 year old Italian man throwing the ball like, 20 kilometers an hour off the wrong foot with these big mitts and he destroyed them all. It was a 15 game tournament. And like the last three games were pointless. But if you go back into the, I want to say the eighties, he won a master's national singles bowling off the wrong foot 
with his with his mid out, right? So so I think of people like that, and every province has those kind of guys um, who you kind of they come out of nowhere kind of thing. I'm breaking up a little bit on my end, so if you're losing me, Carrie, let me know. No, you're doing good. You're good yeah. <laughs> All right, you know, and then you know, I, I want to get the women in that I don't want to miss because I got to do this, and then you then you can ask specifics, right? You know, you know, yeah, we've no. got you know, we've got we got Susan Russell, Don Lane, Melissa O'Brien, Sarah Kennedy, Edna Joy. We we had a woman win open singles in '79. I found that out about 20 minutes ago, um, and and then I got this debate in my head, and this could be a good discussion. Is you know, like. Jim Baker and Meg Gallicano won singles for Newfoundland and Labrador. So, like, are we allowed to claim them? But if we claim them, like, are we not allowed to claim Mike Squires at that moment in time? Like, do you lose the right to claim these people? So, so like, do we get to claim, claim Jen and Megan's singles titles or not? Only if you kept them. <laughs> Only if we kept them. How long do you have to keep them for? <laughs> are, are, are they there now? <laughs> Meg is. So we get Megs and we don't get yeah. Is that what you're that, That's the way I see it. So it's so wait, it's Stetler's claim to fame. Does Brad's Masters count? Does Brad's Masters count now? Yeah. That's a good question. Oh, does my Masters count? No, because I kind of like that I won that in Alberta. That was kind of fun. So no, I kind of like that too, but... Right, and who's the, the, the guy from Porta Basque who bowled in Alberta for years? Oh, my God. He was on the men's team in 08 that won. Uh, they beat our guys in the finals. Oh, Perry Gillum. Perry yeah, Gillum, right? So do we get the ones that he won, even though he <laughs> does, won them all out there? Uh, so he, this, he, he's still living help? here. He, he's still it living did, here. right? you got a bald head, Dex. I mean, I don't have a stupid headband on, but you're like, 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 it works. You're like literally <laughs> dragging that information out of your head. <laughs> I, it totally worked. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it did. It didn't work. Yeah. It did work. Um, right. What one name that you brought up there that that I would like to talk about it like um, um, Mel, Melissa Mel O'Brien. No, Melissa O'Brien. Yeah, absolutely. Right, because she lived out here for. A number she of played years. Masters out no, here. Yeah. No, she, she did not. You're confusing her with her sister. Her sister Melanie played it. Melanie. Oh, yes. Melanie. Who yeah, yeah. so is okay. also another very stellar bowler on her her end, and as you know, won multiple singles titles in our province. But Melissa actually stopped bowling. Um, but she, you know, has multiple 450s. The Plaza Bowl women's team was quite dominant in YBC in the mid-90s when the St. Pat's men's team were, were dominant. And, and she won an open national singles before she gave it all up. But she was a, a fixture in ours. And someone I've missed who I always looked up to was Carolyn Skeins. Uh, and DB and Weber, I'm assuming you'd know Carolyn. I don't know if the other guys would. But well, Carolyn, well, wait, what, what does, does that mean? Push, right? That was strange, <laughs> old. Right? You're old. It, it, it means you're old, DB. Get over it. Picture the way Belmonte bowls with the two hands. But Carolyn yeah. was doing that long before. You know, We had multiple years where Carolyn was a 280-plus average in our league. Um and and she just dominated bowling, and I mean she was like four foot ten, and you know she just she she flicked it, and and there was talk, you know, proprietors tried to ban that style at, at a point in time, and and you know you got to be below the waist and not above the waist and all that foolishness. So she's someone I think of as someone who was just absolutely elite, uh, but probably didn't quite, you know, she she had a lot of success, but if she kept at it, probably woulda. And unfortunately, you know, she suffered a knee injury, and when you bowl like that, a knee injury is kind of fatal to the career type thing. Yeah, <laughs> we should have shipped you some alley cat. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm drunk mileage. or what, but like you're speaking so fast, and I understand every word that you're saying. And then you oh, stop. Yeah. The second you stop talking, it's like. 
sip a beer. <laughs> it's so good. It's not even oxygen. You don't need oxygen. You need to sip a beer. It is his error. Uh, it's working, right? I had a last birthday today. This was really this is really great for me. This fifteen minutes of my life is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you guys have a really, really tight community there in Newfoundland, in the tour, Newfoundland tour, and playing there. So it's just awesome to see, man. And obviously, you're recognizing a lot of people that have contributed along the way. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, because we are so small, when someone achieves success, it's just so great. You know, someone I missed was Robert Williams, who won an open singles title. I don't want to miss anyone who actually won a, a national singles title. And I'm going to, and then going to be annoyed. But we had guys who were just so elite. You know, like I look at a guy like Dave Han Jr., and this kills me to say, but yeah. Jr. just has this resume created since YBC that's unbelievable. And like Shane, when Shane watches this, he's going to be so pissed that I did this. But <laughs> even within our province, I don't think Jr. gets the recognition that he does deserves right he's a multiple time national gold medal winner he's won singles provincially in several events you know he's always he's always found success but you almost forget those guys who are sneaky good you know they might not they don't always come to the forefront and and i think about those people who you almost forget about you know in your world you know i think about a victor right when i think about alberta elite bowling victor's not the first person in my mind and the dude's got an open national singles title he's won the tpc he's been on masters teams that has won but for some reason they don't just don't immediately come to the forefront i don't know how that happens right it's probably because they're not really loud yeah, yeah they're not loud like people yeah. but, right you know, so i've got to say um he's uh, Dave is Dave is one of the first people that comes to mind for me, but I think that's because I think almost every nationals I've been at, Dave has been there. Yeah, you know? I, I think every nationals I've been to, I played against Dave, so that yeah. obviously and, makes and a lot of sense. It, it all honestly blows our mind that Dave and Kelly are brothers. It's like me and Tim being brothers, <laughs> you know? like just absolute complete opposite people. Dave's uh, I... so quiet. Kelly could be one of the craziest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I'm not going to get myself in trouble here, but but I have a story about a zone open roll-off, and of course we bowled them in five-game sets, um, where Dave and Kelly and their sister Linda started having a disagreement, and it was it was something to watch because Davey was over there trying not to say a word, and Kelly was just like ripping into him. Um, and again, it just fits the personalities. For people who don't know the two boys, that means nothing. But but you couldn't get a much bigger contrast in fellas than those guys. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember I saw, was it during the first COVID, we did the shock challenge. And uh, first lockdown, and he did a... He had a whole Mickey. Oh, that was great. Oh, yeah. Oh. Was, I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's not a good that. life choice, right? <laughs> no, no. I remember not. that. Those guys in the shop, and they were like, this is, we'll do the three shot challenge. And it was like, that's not going to be good, man. <laughs> no, uh, that, that, that was Kelly. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I can't remember a nationals where I haven't seen uh, Junior do like the puke and rally at the closing uh, ceremonies. Uh, like you that, know, that the, guy loves to drink. And, and that could be yeah, a whole other podcast. I seem to recall a um, ice bucket challenge or something. Remember, didn't you do an ice yeah, bucket? I, I, that was I, at, I, at Thomas house and you were. DB, yeah, I, I did not rally. The lawn got fertilized. Yeah. They, they had to resod the next week. He was great. Yeah. <laughs> Those good old days. Yeah. Brad, um, yeah. I did I did reach out to one of your legends out there. I don't know if he's uh, friends with me on Facebook, so he might not have received one of my messages. Try to get on for podcast. So yeah. 
we we have to talk, and we can maybe you can help me out with that then. As as long as this sentence doesn't end with Shane Chafe, then I am so on board. With <laughs> no, no, we don't see Shane. Shane. It couldn't <laughs> give me more pleasure. I can remember when he texted me the next day. He did the fucking podcast with the boys, and it didn't even tape. And it's like, oh god, that is so good. Oh, I couldn't. Do you know what? <laughs> on on our, I actually made an Excel document of all the people on there, and I have Shane on there, and I wrote dash dick. Like, he just right? did. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's going to better than that predictability response, because I'll, I'll text him and be like, Shane, I was on the podcast twice, and he'll be like, I went to one bowling tournament ever, and I won it. And, and that's his only response. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great though. I mean, I think he he had to been like number twenty or something like super early. So it's been a, it's a, a nice running gag for us for like eighty podcasts. It definitely works yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scotty Barber Baxter's son's name is Norm Vincent. Hey, Sorry, I'm answering a question in the thing. Oh, Melissa Perfect. answered it too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> But if you can, I know we are all lighthearted and stuff, but yeah. um, can you just quickly give a, you know, a lot of people here listening and watching, what did Bobby O mean to the Newfoundland bowling community? Oh, come on now. The deal was, was lighthearted. You know, he was, he was everything. <laughs> he was right, quick. right, right. And, and, and you look at that, right? You got different zones into the holiday lane zones. You know, he was he was basically the godfather. Um, but he was also the guy who, you know, made sure everyone is was involved, right? We're always not always good at that. Um, but he always made sure no one was left out, and I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that because that kind of speaks Perfect. to what it was. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, the other big topic that we talked about with you, uh, Brad, um, was he, something you experienced that I think it was at Open Provincials or was it Open Nationals? Um, and he had a Master- little. It, it was all the time. Masters Nationals is the one we really okay. we jumped into. Yep. But I think that was a big um, part of your podcast um, that you opened up and told us a little bit about some mental health and, and some yeah. some some things that you were going through um, yep. that nobody really knew and experienced. And I think that really has opened up other people to talk about some of the issues they're having or, or be able to experience that. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, can you share with us some of the tips or tricks that you do when you recognize something coming on and and, and what you do? Um, and what other people could maybe do or just to you know get that conversation again going around mental health. Absolutely. The first thing I'd say is very serendipitously, I'm going to be quick on this, is I, I applied for a job January 8th. I did your podcast the 13th, and I've actually moved into the mental health and addiction field um, since then. I'm the ED of a not-for-profit, um, which is kind of neat. So the first thing I'd always say is if you need support, reach out and get support if it's serious. So I'll start there. Now, moving it to bowling, I would say – you know, it's it's be aware of, of where you are when you're in the pit and make sure you do the things you need to to be in the right place in the pit, right? Because I love a drink and like, you know, Kerry was my roommate once, so he can attest to this. Um, you know, you can love a drink too much, right? And not only does that affect your performance, it affects your mental well-being. Um, so do the things you need to do to get there, right? We all want to win. If we want to go on a trip and have a party, you know, book the flight down to Cancun once COVID ends and, and go do that. You know, enjoy your tournaments, have the few drinks, but save the party for the Saturday night, get the sleep you need, uh, and do the things that promote good wellness. Because if you do the things that promote good wellness, you'll get it. And when you don't and you make the mistake, you know, seek the support. Don't don't, don't get the machismo going. Don't be too cool to say I'm in a spot. Reach out to a safe person and say, can you can you can you help me out? I'm not doing so good. Lovely, yeah, very very yeah. sound advice. That's uh, so awesome cool. to hear. Yep. Um, <laughs> and same thing we asked Johnny is if you could give us you know a couple of your bowling highlights of your career, what would those what would those stellar moments be? 
See, I, I, I came up with three because I heard it and I said they're going to ask me that. So obviously, <laughs> win, an o- <laughs> win, win an open team nationals in uh, in 2013 at the lanes with with the boys. That's when you, uh, you got your ring, right? Yeah. You know, being on the team with with Dex and the guys in 2017 and winning Masters Nationals, which is so hard for Newfoundland male bowler. Uh, and then the other one is is a fun one for me is my longest run of strikes. Uh, my last year YBC, I was off the senior boys team going into the last couple games. And I punched in the first and second frames of the last two games. And Phil Foley, actually, one of the legends, came over to me because Brittany was bowling. And he said, are you re- like, uh, I'll editorialize, but it was basically, are you really going to miss the team your last year YBC? Like, you're, you're, is this serious? And, and, and I went on an 18-bagger. Um, I finished the game at 10 and started a, the next game on 8. So, first of all, it's my longest run of strikes. You know, it's not Gino's run of strikes, but, you know, we'll get him with mean tweets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, but it's my biggest run of strikes, and the fact that it's attached to a legend from our province is cool, and the fact that it was my last kind of YBC kick at the can, it's always a cool memory I think of. So it's not my biggest or my best memory, but it's always a, a good memory. And now I'm like, how did I throw 18 in a row? How do you do that, right? Like like a five-bagger or a six-bagger feels really good nowadays. So I don't know. Maybe that says something, right? Kerry, you miss a lot of cuts. You can probably feel this. Brad, if you can get in that many words in two minutes and burp without taking a breath, you can throw yeah. 18 strikes in. Yeah. I don't see the skill sets carrying over. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, with that being said, Brad, thank you very much for coming on. You're out of here. <laughs> see you guys. My last question was, what's next? What do you got left to do? Obviously, you're still young, got a long, long career left. What's the What's the big bucket list for you? Uh, honestly, I want to see everybody again. <laughs> um, that that might sound really cheesy, but my God, wouldn't it be good to be walking in a hotel room in a hotel at like eleven o'clock at night to see a bunch of people and drinking, and then to see the same people eight o'clock the next morning and be like, "Oh God, that was that was a great <laughs> night, right?" And then the yeah. other is is you know I got boys, and, and you know I'd love to play with them at some point in time if they decide they ever like bowling, and you know maybe they're a little smarter than that. But but really, I do. I just want to be I want to be bowling again. I want to go to an MBT event. I want to go up to a WCBT event. I want to, I want to see people, right? Like, yeah, and, and you got to feel that because we're seeing people down here. You're in way tougher straights up in Alberta than we are. Um, but that's it. I, I do. I want to be at bowling, right? Yeah. That's, that's the bucket list right now, DB. I know that might not be the answer, but, no, but awesome, that's the man. answer. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect answer, right? I don't yeah. think we'd all think about it, but that's actually a per- brilliant answer for sure. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you very much again, Brad. Um, We'll move on to one of our other guests, but thank you. you you're yeah. such a huge part of uh, bowling, obviously, in Newfoundland and across Canada. Everybody knows who you are, and uh, we can't thank you enough again for joining us. Perfect. Thanks so much. Remember, don't Thanks, have Brad. Shane on your podcast. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> awesome right. how, many, how many people have gone to the bathroom <laughs> <It's> gone, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah okay so we'll uh we'll do a couple more mean tweets but i just want to do a shout out again to our sponsors so once again alley cat has been gracious enough to help sponsor us for our weekly beverages for this week's podcast and uh we uh, shared their link in the chat, but we'll share it again here in a little bit. Um, 
local brewery out of Sherwood Park, and they've been fantastic. And all their bowling sales, once again, been such a huge sponsor for the podcast, and uh, we're happy to promote them and help them with their giveaways. And hopefully, you guys are help support them. Can all do, right. Can we do a word count? Like, how many words did Brad get in? And oh segment? my god, we're talking record number. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you watch Facebook after this. I do believe they caption it. I guarantee it will not catch every word. There is not a possible <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm sure he missed somebody on his list, too, that he's going to catch shit for. Oh, right. yeah, for sure. For sure. It's already going to be with Shane. He's already going to catch it. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. So let's, uh, let's do another round of mean tweets. Oh, God. So, Weber, you're up again. You ready for this? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> from anonymous adam doesn't try throwing strikes to be the best it's to avoid sweating anytime he has to throw a second ball <laughs> a weight a weight joke well done <laughs> that, is, that is incredibly accurate actually it, it, it's, it's not not accurate <laughs> Wipe, wipe, wipe your balls. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. Get the job done the first time. You don't have to extra effort. What's the point? All of them. Hey, my friend <laughs> takes about as long as everybody else is throwing one ball. It's all the same. Game, it's all relative. Game for me. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's probably about eight frames to your full game. That's for sure. Facing an opponent. Adam's just playing by himself. But. <laughs> All right, DB, here we go. Does anybody love the sound of their own voice more than DB? <laughs> you know what? Ever since I put these headphones on, it's kind of, I hear it more and it's rattled in there, so I just kind of keep on going. <laughs> right. My wife and kids don't listen to me, so I might as well just talk on here. Thanks for putting up with me. <laughs> hey, hey, Dex. <laughs> From Kyle. Uh, Dexter is starting to like, like. <laughs> He's going to sell some fresh churn butter at a farmer's market. Time to trim that beard. You know what? It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I mean, I'll trim the beard when you work on your uh, you know, ability to type, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> just, just so people do know these are copy and pasted so it's 100%. what you typed in spell check yeah. is not an option for you so uh the, the beard will be going but you know this is a good segue actually we're gonna have a few guests on coming up soon we're gonna have guillaume coming on soon and uh we i kind of have a, a a beard brotherhood with him going to a couple years back so i'm gonna keep it until then and then and then we'll go from there perfect all right timmy Oh, great. Oh, wow. Anonymous. <laughs> You're the reason the gene pool needs a lifeguard. <laughs> wow. wow. Ruthless. Yeah, no uh, defense, I, eh? You know what? I was the first one to come out, so uh, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I, uh, I have nothing. I'm just going to take it like I have nothing to say that. Yeah. That's right. Oh, oh, at birth. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, wow. I, know. I, know. I, was, I was confused, too. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Cindy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, from Anonymous. 
How much more donation money is needed for Carrie to develop a personality during a podcast? <laughs> We're going to need a lot more money. A lot more money, I Put think. a number on it, Carrie. Put a number yeah. on it. Yeah. You know what? If we get 300 patrons, maybe I'll gain a personality. What's, what's with all the personality jokes? What's going on here? I, I, I like this. <laughs> An annoyed flapping guy has a, a surprise for anyone who wrote Tim's. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, and then we'll do a podcast crew one, and then we'll bring in our next guest. Go ahead, Dex. Anonymous. If uh, if Mike Tyson was here having to listen to all of you, like we do, he would bite off his own ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. good. I like that. That's good. <laughs> wow. All right. Nobody has to listen. That's your choice. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our next guest, um, there's really no introduction for her. Everybody knows who she is. We'll just bring her straight in. Miss Tracy Smith. Yes. Hi, everyone. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Well, let's start with two things. Like I've got my hat, and it looks like DB didn't want to mess his hair, but I'm, I'm actually oh, not afraid love it. <laughs> love to it. put my hat on. I'm and keeping the, the, whatever's left here. There's not much left, so we're gonna roll with it. Listen, I'm in full menopause, so I, I, I get it. <laughs> and then second is I brought my wallet. And so I just reminded Tim that you guys were doing some giveaways and I just want to take a back step. And so last year we did this thing to kind of encourage women to um, participate and be members in the WCBT. And so this is my wallet for the next five years that I'll donate uh, for the next five years. I'll donate a membership for the next five years to a new female who uh, will join um, and be a member. Awesome. Oh, that's amazing. awesome, Tracy. You are awesome. amazing. Thanks, Trace. Yeah. I'm getting you... close to 60, so I don't, you know, know when <laughs> life will end for me. Oh, <laughs> wow. We went from fun and public to I know. super dark. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's amazing. Um, you were obviously one of the, one of the ladies that helped spearhead and do that giveaway last year. Um, Karen, Shauna, there was quite a few. Jen got yeah. involved in all that. and Yeah, I mean, Melissa Manor, uh, I just want to call yeah. that out. Melissa Manor gave yeah. away um, a- after that happened. And then, you know, the famous Karen Armstrong also uh, did it. So, I mean, listen, let's, let's make it happen. Um, we saw participation go up. Uh, Jen Baldwin was instrumental in kind of making that voice a little bit louder. And we just kind of need to hold hands and can continue it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In five years, I'll be sixty. Wow. Yeah. I guess he's commenting that you haven't aged a day in your life, so just go by so, so fast. much better than Tim. <laughs> so much better than Tim. Yeah. Where, where is this yeah. This is a good one here. Oh, that's good. <laughs> there is, there is good. Uh, Bruce is going to have to cut back on ketchup. I just want to say you didn't see him pull out his wallet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. This is true. That's right. 
<laughs> so, so Tracy, first question of the night. Uh, how do you like my little nightstand over there? I love it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, That's like good. you're growing up. No, never. I'm wearing a headband. I loved it. Uh, Tracy, you've been a good friend of ours since man, we got out of YBC. We've known okay. you for so long. Um, you've been so huge for the game here in Edmonton and in Alberta and in Calgary. And yet you still message me busting my balls about my lack of nightstand. <laughs> I mean, I just think if you got your own place and you're a grown adult, and you you probably should not have your nightstand on like your your lamp on a on a chair. <laughs> you're probably right. Come, come up, come up. I'll give you a tour. You can, you, can, you can see you can see my abode. It's not just a nightstand. There's lots of things. <laughs> Tracy, you're obviously inspiring people because Shauna just said she's going to match your five entries. Oh, I love it. Amazing. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you, my dear. Incredible. That is amazing. Um, so if people don't know the whole backstory to that, um, Tracy donated a WCBT membership to a lady to participate in the WCBT. So the credentials to be a WCBT member is obviously a hundred dollar entry fee and participate in two events. So that's uh, of the four that are currently part of the tour. So that would be the autumn open TPC in Sherwood Regina classic, obviously in Regina and the heritage traditional in red deer. So, um, it sounds like for the next five years, there'll be at least two more giveaways each year for a lucky lady to be involved with that. And um, we'll set WCBT up with these ladies to get this all rock and rolling. And um, Five Pin Universes would be happy to facilitate that and run that uh, giveaway if we need to or however we want to work it. But yeah, thanks, Tracy, for one. announcing that. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing that we were talking about is like, how do we encourage women to... Uh, continue on in, in the sport and how do they get to a mindset where they feel like they can compete in an environment that is, you know, both men and, and, and women and, you know, over the, let's just say the last, you know, 30 years that I've been part of the competitive, you know, game, it's proven that women, you know, have a strong ability and typically what we see is we see, you know, anywhere from, you know, let's just say two to five on average that, you know, qualify for a big event. We've had women who have won, you know, cash events. We've, you know, had top placing um, for, for women. So it's just to kind of continue the legacy and maybe have a higher percentage of women actually, you know, advance to, to that level um, and honestly again um, just encouraging uh, the youth um, that you know sometimes it, it falls falls off um, we have less women that you know play so yeah how, how did you or when did you realize um, or, or want to compete at that level and know that you could complete compete uh, Tracy early on like you know against the men and against anybody that you played against yeah, I mean, I think it's amazing conversation because I felt like I, you know, in the beginning wasn't that strong. Coming out of YBC, I, you know, I, I didn't really amount to much. It, it took me about, I'd say, five to seven years after I came out of YBC to kind of get to the level. Um, and it, it took individuals um, in my life who were, like, dedicated uh, to me individually. Mark Jackson was 
uh, a huge person in my life who would take me to the lanes um, and, and help me out. And then you get to a point, and, and everybody who's competitive will understand this, you get to a point where you don't think that you're unbeatable. The confidence just kind of kicked in. Um, you know, it's been a roller coaster of um, a mental game, uh, I'd say the last 10, 10 years or, or so, um, but I still have that deep-rooted um, passion. I would say for me, it was probably, you know, mid nineties. Um, if we go, go back and, you know, probably lasted until maybe 2010, maybe I have moments even still, you know, uh, the last few years. Hmm. What, what year did you move to Calgary? Do you remember? 2005. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I will say is that, you know, if we're, talking about people or women in particular that influenced me and you, you know I, I've got my list Brad Glynn like yeah. um, I've got a couple lists but you know for, first I want to I, I really want to talk about kind of the legends in the game from a female um, perspective and you know the Hall of Fame you know in started inducting uh, you know men and women in 2019 and you know prior to that we probably have this lengthy list of inductees to to the hall of fame but we had 13 women inducted in 2019 and um all amazing players and i won't go through the list but um you guys know who you are i've got them all written up here these are people that i admire and um, respect many that i've played with um before played against um you you learn against these women and then uh, in 2020, one of my true best friends, Jennifer uh, Marshall Smith, was inducted um, last year. Who, you know, I've probably played on, you know, 20 years of teams uh, with Jen, and just the remarkable contribute 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 that she's given to me uh, personally as well uh, to the game. You know, I'm I'm grateful for that. But I'll also say there's so many other women in in the sport. Maybe not even from a competitive lens. Maybe, you know, women who um, contribute in a different way. Maybe it's like, you know, organizing tournaments, um, obsessive about supporting YBC, like uh, Maria Wood as an example, or, you know, Jen Baldwin, who's like critically important um, to the Association of Edmonton, but also to WCBT. And then, you know, for me, because I lived in Edmonton the majority of my life, um, you know, I want to talk about some of those women in my early years that were just uh, critical for me, not from a coaching standpoint, but really from a friendship, supportive side. So those are people like, you know, Michelle Hoyle, uh, Janice LeCousier, um, th those women um, were critical. Um, you know, later on, maybe Annette Campbell, um, great teammates over the years like Shauna, um, who like has an undeniable uh, passion for supporting her tri her tribe. Uh, we've been through a lot together. Um, and then when I came to Calgary, that was probably one of the toughest times in my life. When I came here, really, Kaylin and I, but I had people like Stacy and you know Jen and Pam. Obviously, are like sisters to me. Bev Magnus, um, Tracy Holdsworth, you know, Kelsey Wilton. These are all like undeniable, um, crazy good players. 
um, that you learn from each and every uh, day or event. Yeah, I can guarantee you that all of those people have learned tons of things from you too. Yeah. Um, without question. You are absolutely like legendary in Edmonton and in Alberta and uh, I, you know what I remember getting out of YBC and like honestly being a little intimidated by you <laughs> but it was but you were so good you were so good and you were the person that we had heard about for so long and uh, it's just it's just awesome that you turned out to be such an amazing person on top of being such an amazing bowler yeah. that I didn't have to be intimidated by you anymore no. but um, you're uh, yeah I can guarantee you that all those people you've listed have absolutely learned tons from you too. Mm -hmm. First, first moment I ever remember about the open, seeing an open was open provincials. Uh, Desh and I were selling sandwiches in the back. Daryl was a rookie, but I remember uh, mom coming in out front. I think Steve, Tracy, I think you were bowling singles, and you had like eight or nine or four forty-eight or something during singles. Yeah, yeah. And and she ran out. I said. <laughs> Tracy has all these strikes in a row. You go to watch. I didn't know you from Adam, and that's the first thing I ever remember. The Open and any competitive bowling was that moment, and uh, and I just remember that. Yeah. So uh, forever in life, that my first competitive thing of adult was you. So that's pretty cool. That is good cool. memory. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I remember. And I asked that about when you moved to Calgary because that was probably one of my saddest moments. I remember in Edmonton. We would have the gathering after an open uh, Saturday afternoon, and we were all have a have a drink and a toast, and that's when you came in and you cried and told everybody that you were moving to Calgary, and it was just devastating for me. I think that we were even open buddies, you know, going into the banquet together, Probably. or always, you know, get yeah. into a little bit of trouble at the banquet, and you know, of course, <laughs> Mortar and Howell and Jackson yeah. and the guys, right? But. Um, that was uh, that was a pretty sad moment, and then of course now one of my best friends too, being Curtis Kaplan. That yeah. now he's down in Calgary too. It's like, geez, you guys. <laughs> yeah, well, we we miss you guys uh, a ton. But I'm glad that I when I get to come to Calgary, I get to stay with you guys and, and yeah, spend some time do. with you, yeah. or vice versa when Curtis comes up here. So yeah, yeah. Anyways, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there's been like some chatter in the in the comments here and stuff like that. Um, and I don't know if we need to address it here or whatever, but there's some people saying like, oh, you lost to a girl or something like that. I can tell you on the WCBT, if there's a lady in the on the Sunday, there's nobody thinking that they're a lady. They're just thinking, oh, my God, I got to win this match because I got to move on. It's I, I don't know how many times I've been I've lost the Tracy or Karen Armstrong or Kelsey Wilton or any of these ladies. And it it doesn't matter. It's just like losing, losing to Adam Weber. It's the same thought process on the WCBT. And I hope everybody else feels that way. Um, I don't know if that's a major problem on in other parts of the country, but on this side, I don't think it is an issue like that. I think, you know, I think the lesson, you know, over time is there, there are some women who actually think like a man. I'm going to say, you know, Jennifer Smith is one of those ones who on. has like always had that mindset but for a lot of women that's not the case so what i will say over the years for me that had to be a learning for me and you know not i just think there's this fierceness that um men have and i think uh for me it it, it was a, a learned thing 
And to me now, it doesn't matter if it's a, a male or a female because it's, you're, you're set, you, you know, you taught yourself that. And that would be maybe the advice that I would give to maybe many women is like the more you compete against some of the men, the more you start feeling the tenaciousness of the game and the fierceness of the game, then then that's when it's like super enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And you're right. Ha- having that, that, that thought process when you say like things like a man, I mean, you know, we, we talk about Baker in the same sort of way too mm-hmm. and you know it's just uh you're right that it's that fierceness and um all you ladies have have it in you like uh, absolutely yeah. have it in you and uh yeah um kelsey walton's kind of the same fiery 100%. mindset yes. as well yeah. right it's yeah uh all, all the women that do play currently on that tour are, are incredibly skilled females mm-hmm. um that bring that that little bit of edge that they're I, I think more men are probably scared to play the women than the women are scared to play against the guys um I, it's not the stigma side of it it's just these women are that damn good mm-hmm. right yep and uh so so you go up against any type of a match and uh, there, there there might be kind of a thought process where you may, maybe you overthink the match a, a little bit more uh because you do play males more often it's just 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 the way it is in a current state um but uh like it, I, I, quite frankly chase i i think you're one of the pioneers uh, of bringing um that that type of a mindset to a high level cash event um i, I still remember you know my my earlier days um in, on tour and obviously you were there and jen was there and um Man, there, there's uh, Michelle Hoyle. You mentioned right. They mm. they had that fire to it, and uh, I, I never saw you guys just as female players. I always saw you as incredible competitors, and uh, though those matches were incredibly tough, and you, you just have to gear up for it, right? Yeah, n- nothing scarier than a person that is just naturally smaller than you or whatever come fist pump you. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah. they are clearly fired up, and they're they are rolling it it doesn't matter the gender or anything like that it, that's the great thing about five pin bowling i think it's very equal opportunity and like i said whenever you go up against anybody in a in a one-on-one match it doesn't matter who they are you have um matt harms put in the chat you gotta knock down more pins on them doesn't matter yeah yeah no yeah. defense in bowling so yeah for sure yeah. yeah you don't you don't have an edge just because that you're a male and, and you're a female no you're yeah. a bowler at the end of the day, you're both boulders, and you you got to get the most points. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, if you look back at your career, um, Tracy, um, if you've probably heard us ask this question, is there any you know couple highlights that would stand out to you over the years? I mean, like your favorite the, moments, best moments. I mean, you've maybe, you've done a, quite a bit. Maybe favorite moments that made me feel really good. Um, you know, the four forty eight was clutch. Honestly, um, I think I shot close to 1,100 for three games to, it was um, uh, Alberta Provincials for, for the Open, and it was the last three, three games, and the 448 was just clutch to be seated um, number one. And um, in that singles event, I actually played uh, Jennifer um, Smith, Marshall at the time, um, 
and so you know I ended up winning that singles title so f for me that 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 was massive um, again against Jen um, her being from Calgary at the time and and I and I was based in Edmonton so that was a good win for the city um, obviously and, and I, I love that I think you know I'm super proud uh, for cash events I actually came second in three cash events over the years um, KG TPC and um, uh, the Chinook, uh, sorry, Autumn Open, Toppler, uh, at Toppler. Um, you know, I've, I just think I've been so lucky to be a part of 20 master Alberta teams and to have eight team gold medals, uh, you know, and we were either, you know, close second or, you know, in most of those, uh, very rare did we, we get a bronze. So like we were just highly um, competitive. Um, we, we had one um, team example where we were in Newfoundland. We, we ended up winning gold, but four out of the five uh, women on that team all averaged, you know, well over 250. That, that team was just, it was just unbelievable. Just the chemistry and, you know, being in Newfoundland, that was, really really cool and you know what I'm looking forward to maybe is you know playing on master seniors team for team Alberta you, you know I'm eligible um, so, I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming yeah. so you know eventually I just don't know when that will be and the thing that I haven't done yet is um is I I've never played um I, I've never had a singles title for Alberta for the Masters. I've had uh, 20 uh, team placings. So, yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> I, I just want to go back to like the start of that whole conversation where you said, you know, I was lucky enough to be on 20. Uh, <laughs> at, at some point, Tracy, at some point it's no longer lucky. <laughs> like, I, I just, I, you win 18 gold medals, that's, that's no longer lucky. Like, listen, to, to make it out of Alberta, like, it's the same for the men, and, and most of the country kind of knows this, it's tough. It's really tough. And these women here are, like, like unbelievable. Um, you know, you've got new generations coming in, you've got older generations, you've got mid-generations. Um, it's certainly, you know, not, not easy to, to make it out, so I call it kind of a blessing. I've enjoyed every single time I've, I've made a, a team. Uh, I certainly don't take it for, for granted. I've had to, you know, leave, leave the lanes plenty um, with my shoes on and not make a team. And, you know, that, that's not easy. And that really is like my, my, my sort of clutch statement, if you call it. It's like, do you want to leave with your shoes on and actually be a part of something that you're so passionate about with girls that you really enjoy? Um, you know, there's, there's really good friendships here in the province. And so for me, a lot of times that statement for me is my motivator. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally eight, get it. Did you say you had eight gold bells? Eight, eight. Eight. Oh, did I thought you, you said 18. You, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> 18 would be like, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought too. Eight, yeah. That's eight what I thought that you, after you said that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. probably have meddled at least 15 out of the 20, if not more. Like, I'm not a stats person, but... You yeah. and Dex are in the same club? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to rush you out of here or anything like course, that, Tracy, yeah. but uh, um, I know you had mentioned the Masters uh, Seniors Division or anything like that, but do you have that ultimate bucket list? Like, what's the one thing that you want to accomplish before um, you hang up the shoes with uh, and lay back with Curtis Kaplan since he's already retired? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Curtis is starting to feel a lot better. So who, who like his knee? Who knows what he'll he'll do? I hope that he does come back to the game. Um, uh, I think that'd be great for him. But um, for me, you know, I'm. I'm just really in a good place. Um, there, I'm not really striving for for much more. If anything kind of comes away, like listen, the mind's still the mind's still there. I still want to compete. You know, if you've had some golden moments, that's awesome, right? But bowling doesn't necessarily define me. Maybe like it did a, a decade ago. So. I still kind of think of it as a kind of an enriched experience, right? So if that's a singles title, go for it, right? Be all in. If that's being a team, then go for it. Be all in. Like, be present, whatever that means. If that's a cash tournament and you qualify, just try to be present and do your best. Hmm. Awesome. Well, I know we, we've definitely had a few conversations over the past probably four or five years to kind of almost trying to kind of, I don't want to call it retool the game, but mm -hmm. re, maybe retool the thinking around the game or behind the game. And uh, I, I've, I've loved every one of those conversations. I think you're spot yes, on with your, your thought process. Um, your goals are extremely realistic yet high, um, but still very realistic. And I, I can tell the, the competitive juices are still there. Mm -hmm. Kaplan, probably not. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll still accept his, his $200 donation anytime. It, okay. Listen, listen, Kaplan's already perfected the game. He has a perfect game. Does he really yeah. need to play anymore? Thank I God know. I matched that. This is the last thing he had over me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tracy, before we let you go, um, we just want to announce that Toppler Bowl has stepped up and they are going to match you oh. for the next five years. They're going to help you. donate Incredible. as well. So yeah. That's amazing. That is, Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, Tracy. Tracy, thank you for coming on again. Such no, a legend. Thank you guys. I love you guys. Love and I'm sure you. over the next few years, we'll hit you up for like five or six more podcasts. Just get ready now, for it. Now, is there a mean tweet coming my way? Or no, did I get to skip no, that? Who's Nobody mean, mean, mean tweets you. Okay. I love it. That's yeah, never he happened. Would, you'd probably but kill him. There's got to be one for Kaplan. <laughs> okay All right. enjoy the rest of the podcast i thank love you, you guys thanks perfect thanks, okay. thanks chase Bye. behind schedule the rest of our guests may not be a little happy with us but uh yikes tough luck uh mean tweet round guys yep sure perfect 
All right, Adam, here we go. Oh, uh, here we this go. is number three, right? Yeah. Number three? Yes. All right. Oh, another anonymous. Shocking. Gets inducted into C5 Hall of Fame. Hashtag Mitch's wet dream. Hashtag see how far that gets you in Ontario. <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> That's why they're anonymous. <laughs> Mitch's wet dream. I, probably. <laughs> All right, Daryl. They say you get what you deserve. In your case, it's a participation trophy. <laughs> Did Kyle write that one? Do a per- participation <laughs> Yeah, there seemed to be a spelling mistake in that one. I don't know if you want to harp on them about their spell check or... Just happy to be part of the team, guys. Just the team player here. Not, for, not up for personal accolades. Just here, here to be part of the team. Yeah. It's... It, it's sad. A lot of people don't know the history, even though we've done a podcast with you explaining your history and how you've been a part of the sport and no. uh, excelled at it. So, But yeah. it's it's good for the jokes. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's burning him a little bit. That's okay. Yeah, a little no, bit. No, no. You, can see, you can see the death in his yeah. eyes a little bit. Yeah. I need a towel to, 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 to wet in my, my head, you know, to, to clear my head. Yeah. All right, Dex. <laughs> Anonymous again. How does it feel to be known as the fat twin when Tim is the other twin? It feels great because the fatter you are, the better you are, and Tim is trash. So, so. Cheers, Dex. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not because I'm going the other way. You know what? Yeah. You can see Adam and Dexter are heavyweights, right? So, WCB team. We have to create class divisions. Yeah. Hey, don't threaten to weigh anything. Yeah, Tim won't do it. Guaranteed Tim won't do it. You're not going to weigh my balls. Hey, Tim, this one's for you, bud. Counting how many times he wipes his hand on his shorts tells tells you what he's going to do. It's probably it's about my bowling. Yes, I know. I, yeah, you yeah. Uh, you Wipe take longer hand. than Adam Weber up there. Just saying. This is true. Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> both both times somebody said it. <laughs> <laughs> Only when he's playing good, though. Yeah, it's not very often. No. <laughs> masters? Not, not since ma- masters, not, that's all you got. A master's not, tournament, for sure. Yeah. Not yeah. since 2020, yeah. <laughs> Fair. All right, I guess I'll have to do one here. Oh, let's use a long one. Anonymous. I look forward to hearing you as a guest on the show telling you how, how your five warm-up shifts at each event net you negative 600. I thought you were good with numbers. See, this is a this is a person that probably doesn't play on tour because what they forget is side pots and side events. Because I'm pretty good at the trios and the doubles. Yeah, okay, that's about it. Uh, unless you're bowling with Aaron Art. Oh yeah, we cut him. That's fair. Then and you're we, terrible at the trios. And then Adam cut me and Tim, so I'm pretty sure I have to cut Tim and then I'll succeed because I played pretty good at last time we, trios. We had, Taylor, we had Taylor Michelle, yeah. Well, yeah, he Tim, was he Tim was, was garbage. Obvious. He was dog shit, but you know we'll take him though. 
<laughs> Tim, Tim's the obvious issue on that team. Apparently. Common denominator. Terry, Terry needs to get fatter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, COVID-19's working on it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, Tim, you can read this five-pin oh, universe one. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck makes you think the East is Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> and... Who's that Jeff, from? J- J- Brain. J-Brain. From JB. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, JB. Uh, we do call Ontario East. That's an Alberta thing. Our bad. Um, so what should we call them? Central? I don't think that's right either. Central. They're the East. Yeah. They're, they're, they're East. South. We'll call them South. They go as far hmm. South as anybody, right? That's true. Then Vic- <laughs> Vancouver would have to be South then. They're the East. Yeah. No, but, but, but Ontario just, goes below the 49th just let Just let it go. Right? Just let it go. Let's stop the talking <laughs> about this. I'm confused. Let's get our next guest on. Next guest. Next guest. Yeah. No, you're right. not, you're not sure wrong. I'm, right. I'm not pretty wrong. sure I'm right. <laughs> okay. We'll bring on our next guest. Um, she's been on the podcast before, just like everybody else. Um, but probably one of the greatest bowlers ever to play our game. Miss Karen Armstrong. Hey, Karen. <laughs> Welcome, hey. Karen. Hi. Hi, everybody. Is it too late there? <laughs> no, goodness, no. I don't go to bed until 2 a.m. pretty much every day, so. Oh, oh. We have somebody in the back room that's already bitching about it, so. I mean, <laughs> we, we really appreciate you. <laughs> you coming on and Where just are they cool from? about it. <laughs> take your time, Karen. Just take your time. Make them wait. Probably the East, All right, yeah. all right. So fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what's going Thanks on lady how are you i'm well how are you guys great i'm day. well how are you guys is it really good we're, we're yeah. here chilling yeah, just yeah, it's definitely worth drinking it, yeah. beer and yeah. having a good night yeah. <laughs> you guys have alley cat at uh, at your liquor store no we do not haven't heard of it mm. not in manitoba nope. Not that. yet. It's a it, it's a local brewery though for your guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, but it's it's pretty well yeah. known in Alberta, anyways. For sure. Yeah. It'll make its way our. Oh. It'll make its way west. I'm, or east. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First thing we want to know is where did where did KFA come from? Well, I'm pretty sure that Mike Tweedy is responsible for that. <laughs> that makes sense. Sounds right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Pretty sure he's the one that came out with it first, and it's kind of caught on now. I need to get a Mark to make me a shirt with KFA on it now. Yeah. Yes. Totally. That'd be awesome. Yes. Yeah. nickname in bowling, bar none. <laughs> it, it's so good that people were selling shirts. And, like, yes. that is... That is the best thing ever that, you know what, they were able to market, and, and we talk about a lot about marketing individuals and personalities in the game, and really, like, honestly, you were probably the most successful it's ever been for marketing a personality in the game, and there was tons of shirts sold for that. It was super cool to see. It was really nice of Ken Wilson to do that for us, because he did it for the startup of the Winnipeg 5-pin again, so mm-hmm. any profits made went to Winnipeg five pins. So it was really nice of him to do that. And uh, you know who actually bought a lot of the shirts was my kids' friends. Oh really? There's about fifteen nice, shirts cool. about fifteen shirts got bought by my kids' friends. <laughs> that is super cool though. 
How'd that make you feel? That'd make me feel pretty good, actually. Pretty good. Yeah. So we wanted to chat a little bit about, obviously, your fantastic career in, in Manitoba, but uh, specifically, obviously, you played on a great dynasty team with uh, some ladies there in Manitoba. Um, tell us a little bit about playing with those ladies, and is that something that helped you also progress into such an amazing singles career and your personal growth? How did, how did the two correlate? Well, I have to say it was absolutely amazing to play with all those women that I played with. I actually have a few names written down that I might want to say eventually. Um, but when you, when you start playing with the people who are better than you, you learn from them. Watch what you watch what they do. Um, you just you get better if you play with people who are better than you. You know, they go to all these cast tournaments. Well, it's experience, right? You're going to get there eventually. You got you to gotta get there and you got to learn it first, right? And you just watch and see what works. It was absolutely amazing. Actually, I have a, one uh, stat for you. In the 90s, the Manitoba ladies, and I'm not, I did not play on every team of this one, but the ladies in the 90s from 1990 to 1999 won six golds, one silver, and three bronze in the open. Holy cow. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, and we have more. We have more medals after the, you know, out in the two thousands as well. But I just thought that was pretty significant from nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety nine. You're absolutely right. I mean, like here we are at you know at nationals in twenty nineteen and having all those people inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I mean, it's it's no wonder that I mean, how many of those were the the ladies from Manitoba in that dynasty? Uh, it, absolutely incredible. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, if you're okay, if I throw out a few names, it might take, there's a oh, few. Always. Yeah, Go for it. <laughs> okay, so of course with Sandy Anderson and Chris Monchuk, you know, Staples guys, but there were so many other women along the way that helped us do everything that we did. We didn't understand at the time that it was so special, you know, for what we did during that time. You're just bowling, you're having fun, which is a huge part of it, but you don't understand how special it is till later. You know, you, you just ride the wave as you go, right, Micro? Ride the wave. <laughs> but uh, these names, anyway, sorry. Carrie Thiebert, Linda Orne, Jamie Sox, Deanna Cote slash Barber, Karen Bourne, Holly Tchaikovsky, Lori Tchaikovsky, Jana Van Wellingham, uh, Barb Justice, Jennifer Hunt, Donna Pruce, Sarah Chaboriak, Aaron Newton, Dixie McDonald, Eileen Curtin, and Jackie Sokolowski. And, of course, coaching-wise, Dallas Turner, uh, her last year, I believe, was 2007 that she finished coaching. And then ones we had after that were like Tim Hooper and Andy McBride. Just want to throw their names out there. Absolutely. Well, that's yes. interesting that you say that during the time, you didn't recognize necessarily what you were doing. You were just having fun with what you were doing. You're like, hey, let's go back next year. Let's go back next yeah. year. Right? Um, yep. And don't well, realize it. Maybe, yep. maybe don't. Not, not that you didn't take it serious, but you didn't put that pressure on yourself that, hey, we're building a dynasty here. And I'm like, no, we're just, we're doing what we're doing. It is yeah, so I, early I think, in my career, I didn't understand it. <laughs> but but I think that's great, though, Karen. I mean, I mean ultimately, I, th I think that's something that even Tracy was saying. And it's just kind of like, you know, being in that moment and living in that moment. And, uh, you know, if you start thinking about how big something is in a moment, that just that just sets you up for you know a lot of mental failures as you're going down the line, right? Everything stays the yeah. same. Just live in that moment and uh, just just yeah. you know go with the flow and enjoy it. And uh, 
I really think that that is a huge key to success right there, for sure. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. And the chemistry that you have between you guys, and you know, we were all friends, so we got together that way. So it was just an amazing experience. Absolutely. Was that something that also helped you, like we talked about, in your personal side of things? I mean, you did some CBC and TSN and some of those tournaments. I mean, they always say, Karen, go for it, right? I mean, you and Sandy were probably the ones that played singles versus that. And you were super supportive of Sandy. If she made singles, that's fine. Or if you made singles, you would always, you know, go for it. Um, Did you absolutely want to be continue to be better and better and better because of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just want to keep going. Who wants to stop, right? Don't get off the train. It's going pretty good so far, so you might as well keep on going. You know, you get you got, you got to throw some kids in there that kind of slow you down for a bit, but then you just get back up on that train after. <laughs> Actually, what you see there, I think, is the, the more tremendous thing, especially from the female side, uh, to have that type of a dynasty stick together for so many years because there's so many other mm-hmm. factors. And we're, we're seeing on tour all the time as well. And we, we talk about it all the time on, on the podcast. Uh, just those outside factors that, that more you know females face in comparison to the majority of the males that are on tour. Uh, so for, yeah. for that type yeah. of a dynasty that's out there, it, it makes it even that much more special. And, and quite frankly, that, yeah. that's what every group is trying to to achieve in the moment that may 15 20 years from now they're going to be thinking hey maybe we're that next group that you know that that manitoba ladies team was right yeah. so uh, it, it's really yeah. incredible what you what you ladies did yeah the saskatchewan ladies had a good run for a few years too eh? later on in the 2000s and stuff they were they were really dominant for quite you know for a few number of years and one girl, Jamie Sox, just happened to be in Manitoba when we were doing it here, and then she went to Saskatchewan and did it there. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, just talking she to was part of both Smith, of them. you know, Alberta had some success as well in the, in the master side of things, right? Yeah. So, um, yes. you know, we had chatted with her a little bit on playing against men. Um, did that, you know, add a little bit of an extra for you? I mean, obviously, there's a fantastic men group in Winnipeg as well that you would have played against on a regular basis. Did that uh, did that drive you? Did they, did they seem to, you know, be be afraid of playing Karen, or how how did that edge go, uh, playing playing against? Well, men? well, I I didn't bother me to play against men. Uh, you can ask Scott Barber what the nickname he gave me. I'm not sure if you guys want to say it on the air or not, but uh, it didn't bother me to play against men. It didn't matter who I was playing against. And in when I played in cash tournaments and doubles, uh, part, portions of it, I played with men mostly. I don't think I played with any women. I played with my brother, Glenn Howarth, and Cam Boone. Yeah. Right. I think I think displays. Scotty added in his hire, but I have to follow Kate. Oh, did he? <laughs> of, course he's, he's, of course, he's texting me too. So he's like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another. You, you yeah. mentioned your brother, um, you know, Glenn. Um, that's a nice yeah. partnership to have playing your career and pushing you as well, you know, younger and growing up yeah. playing uh, playing competitive too. Yeah, and the funny part is, I got him to start playing competitively. So, oh, is that right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, what would he didn't you play say? For, some he should have been your, playing for a lot longer. Yeah. What would you say are some of your favorite moments or some of your highlights? Um, you know, of your career, Karen. Um. Well, I guess one of them I have to say would be the Masters team gold that we won uh, in Winnipeg. 
I believe it was 2014. <laughs> um, I didn't think I was that one was going to get to me. Like I had pretty much everything else. That was the one thing that was eluding me. And I, we finally won it. And we had such a good tournament by everybody. We had so much fun. Uh, it was amazing. And it was what it was great was I could do it. And we did it in front of our home crowd. Mm-hmm. And my family got to watch some of it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, for, that, that's so huge, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, Definitely. And the second I, one, I would say when I... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, after you. Go ahead, Karen. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, that's one of the second ones I would have to say would be the year I won CBC, which was 2003, 2004, and I got $10,000 for that. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so good. <laughs> no, I, 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 think it's, I think it's funny how, like, you know, when you're qualifying for teams and stuff, you're always trying to, like, qualify for the teams that go a long ways away. I mean, out in Alberta, it's always, we're always, like, shooting to make qualify for, you know, the Newfoundland teams because you want to go and see Newfoundland and stuff like that. But uh, I, <laughs> I think it's under, I think it's super understated about the fact that, you know, qualifying and then and then performing in front of your home crowd and around your family and around that support system um i think it's super underrated and you see less people trying to qualify for nationals that are in your hometown but i i think that that nationals has got to be incredibly special yeah it really was it was something i'll tell you <laughs> that's super cool that's one, one experience yeah. I, i've never had i've never played in alberta me neither at national uh, and nationalized, yes. I did on YBC. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's funny. I've I grew up in Calgary, and I've only played one open in at Calgary. Oh, really? Tim, yeah. Tim, you remember that one, right? Hmm. Yeah, I do remember. Thanks, buddy. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I've never I've never played at home I've never played at home ever in any open you challenged nothing at in, in Edmonton ever for national so, you mean provincial yeah we've never played you've home. never you played an open park. provincial in Edmonton, Edmonton or or you challenged nothing nothing yeah really I know this, this last the COVID year was their first year we ever got to play at home and we never got to play at home so that yeah. I mean other than like in not playing with Daryl um it was kind of a that was the only sucky yeah, part about there, it there were some wow. benefits <laughs> <laughs> but wait you think oh so i made an open team is that what we're saying here? <laughs> 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 if you guys knew he was six spots six spots he was right on the bench so doesn't matter he still made the team what i wouldn't give for that six spot on a team lately yeah, yeah. <laughs> in central. Um, and then no, what anywhere. about masters? Uh, masters singles goal too. That'd be a pretty big moment for you, Karen. Oh yeah, I've I've had four of those, so every single one of them was special. That is a hundred percent for sure. And they were kind of spread out, and I weren't even bang bang bang. I kind of spread them out all over the years. So, yeah. absolutely. And then my finally winning the singles for the Open in two thousand and nine. So I had four silvers going into that one, and I finally won gold in two thousand and nine. Right. So you're a double gold. I like how she just throws that. Oh, that was my fourth yes, one. Yes. And I kind of spread them out. It's like me with my perfect games. <laughs> cool. I had two of those. <laughs> oh. Oh. So what, uh, 
what, what's left? I mean, obviously, they're outstanding career, but you're still eager to play, still putting in the time, still, you know, going to tournaments, cash tournament in Winnipeg. What's uh, what do we got left for Karen? Yeah, no, I still want to play. I still got the drive. I still want to be there. Um, when COVID hit, the year COVID hit, I was for Masters was going to be my 20th Masters in Newfoundland. I was sitting first with two tournaments left to go. So I was in. Uh, so it was really uh, heartbreaking when everything got canceled because of COVID. I definitely say I shed some tears that year. Um, yeah. So now I got that drive. I want to get that twentieth. Like I had twenty opens, and I want that twentieth in Masters. So, wow, absolutely, yeah, that would be fantastic. Now, and how is yeah. the bowling community in Winnipeg uh, and Manitoba as a whole? You know, both women's and men's. Um, obviously, there was a little bit of a blip, um, and I think things are coming back and stronger. And Winnipeg Five Fin, and uh, now obviously talking of the cash tournament coming back. Um, so things are looking yeah. looking strong for Winnipeg again or Manitoba? Yep. Yep, for sure. Um, Masters is still going pretty strong here. I think we're actually one of the largest groups for, across the country that play Masters here. Now that could have something to do with the Open not being available for since 2015 was the last year that Winnipeg played in the Open was 2015. And then, of course, the COVID year when, because we had our team, we were set to go to Provincials, right? So, And then it got yeah. shut down. So, um, sorry, where was I going with that? <laughs> um, but yeah, the, just having the Winnipeg five pin going again and then having that cash tournament coming back, um, you know, it's good for the city. It's, there's lots of kids who want to play. We got a lot of young kids up there that haven't got to play in these things. And I, I know people are a little hesitant to play in the open sometimes here from here now, but it's such a great tournament to play in when you get to go to provincials and you get to go to now. Nationals, it's just you should come out and play, <laughs> especially yeah. if you're young and haven't experienced yet. I think a lot of people don't realize how much um, a major cash tournament like that rejuvenates the the bowling community. Right, all of a sudden you you have oh, this yeah. large cash tournament in your area, and all the people from um, because it hopefully it'll be joining WCBT, but a lot of the Western Canadian players will be out there. I'm sure some Ontario players will be out there, like. It's such a, a thing to see, right? Um, and I don't know, a, a, a lot of these proprietors look at it as a cash loss. But in the long run, is it a cash loss when maybe that brings more people into your center to bowl in leagues and become competitive again and stuff like that? Yeah. You got to look at the bowl, at the sports side of it too. And I hope that that helps Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, rejuvenate their their competitive and their cash side of things too yeah yeah and i hope that the bowlers of winnipeg and manitoba know that you can play masters and the open like we used to do both all the time and then you know so i'm hoping that we can get some upswing back into the open and get some uh, excitement about it and be able to come and play it again so we'll see how this year goes and it'll be the tell of tell the tale of whether we're going to be good to go again or not Myself, well, I'm like on the Winnipeg Five Pin board, so. Yeah. The, the well, and I think you, you sell uh, the 50-50 or you sell tickets, raffle tickets, and you got lots of support across the country. Yeah. People, you know, blasting you and saying, yeah, we'll take some, we'll take some. So I think oh, there's yeah. lots of support outside yep. of the province. Um, for absolutely, 100%. Back. I had a, absolutely yeah. had ton of ton of support outside the province. You know, for me personally, probably my best friends outside of, 
you know, Edmonton are from Winnipeg, right? So I, I look forward to the Winnipeg tournament being on again because it would be an absolute mainstay. I'm, I'm, I'm coming there for sure. And like Kerry says, if you have a cash tournament, you have people coming to play. You have the local support. You have all these, all these people playing. Then, you know, I'll turn around a month later. I'm going to go try out for the Open because I might see some of those guys now that came and traveled into town yeah. at provincials or at nationals, yeah. right? So it just it's it's great for the city. Yeah, it's great for, for sure. you guys to have a cash tournament again. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. DB was talking about his friends in Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> question. Some. I said some. But, uh, I only have a couple out there, but yeah. yeah. KFA. KFA. <laughs> well, yeah. your sister. You're you in. <laughs> well, Karen, I hate hate to kick you off this podcast, but we can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing everything again. Um, you. You were one of our best podcasts ever, most viewed. So um, it's amazing to have you on again and showing how great Manitoba play is and uh, one of the best players in Canada for sure. And and I'll always remember. Hopefully I get to see you all in person. Oh, can't wait. And I'll always remember when you reminded me who I was because you've got that mentorship side of you that a lot of people kind of oversee because your game is so incredible so uh per- personal thank you for thank that you. as well thank you awesome oh and on the one last note i will donate uh, on the train with tracy and shauna i'll donate as well for the five memberships like one per year type thing so wow awesome. i'm in uh, wow amazing four incredible. perfect this is incredible well, gotta thank keep, you very I much, Karen. Chick burn in there. Supporting women. Well done, guys. Well done. Oh, wow. Thanks. All Thanks, right. guys. Thank you, Karen. Thanks, Thanks Karen. Karen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hate to do this to all our fans that are watching around 100 right now. Um, I don't know if you've seen the sheer panic in my eyes during that uh, that segment, but I may have accidentally restarted the All-Star giveaway. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> get your hashtags in. All the rest are good. Just that one. Um, complete panic moment, moment by me. Um, so yeah, you have to re-enter this one specifically right now it's only three entries so it's pretty easy to win so you might want to get your hashtag in <laughs> if, if does anybody have a mean tweet for him then oh yeah there'll be lots don't worry about that <laughs> shame chafe moment all over again oh yeah jeez you just I'll never leave that one down. You want to get more comments? Yeah. You just want more yeah. comments? I got it. Yeah. That's right. I gotta. I gotta separate the twins again here. Sorry. Daryl uh, you know, is, 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 is in the middle. Daryl is in the middle. When I'm drinking no, beer, I've always been no. here. So yeah. Adam was yeah. in the middle. Bottom Whatever. right corner. Yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll do some mean tweets here. Oh jeez. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, we got Adam, right? Adam's number one. Right, We're on number one, four now. Hope this one's better. Hopefully. Oh, anonymous again. When he gets on approach, it is a nap time. 
<laughs> these are <laughs> these are pretty PG thirteen for you. You're pretty me lucky. Me too, though. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too. Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No. Hey Daryl. Yeah, too many years as E5 president affected him mentally. Yeah, not as many as Tim. So you can see what that's done for him. I need a lifeguard. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was four, right? Tim, you're four. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Does the carpet match the curtains? Asking for a friend. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no curtains, so... <laughs> Probably oh. close. <laughs> so you're saying yes, bald on top. Use your imagination. <laughs> Can another 10-minute co- incoherent sentence? Come on, Tim. Just land the fucking plane already. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know who wrote that, but that person deserves a round of yeah. applause. Yeah. Just put her down, bud. Put her down. <laughs> it's just E5 presidency, I tell you. That's what it is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Must be. <laughs> Anonymous. Get wrecked, Kreitz. You are a roller coaster of a performer. Great for a couple of years, then abysmal. Wash, rinse, and repeat. <laughs> uh, yikes. Better than <laughs> better to be a has been than I never was is kind of my retort, I guess. You were you were relevant and then not, and then relevant and then not, and then uh, I, lo- I don't know. I don't know who wrote it, but I like it. Yeah, pretty much. Eh? <laughs> the amount of times I've heard you say back when I was good back when I was good and then all of a sudden you're godlike and then it's back to back to when I was good I, See, I, gotta, I gotta keep complaining Dexter wrote that one probably no I haven't I didn't write any of them I didn't write a single one. Oh, I wrote and I would tell you if I did <laughs> if I wrote that I would take full credit I don't care I, who, I, I'm whoever not, did I'm, that good for them you, I'm not gonna lie I I wrote some I will for myself. Take full credit, I wrote some f- Timmy land the fucking plane <laughs> <laughs> That's you? Hey, Dexter, take this one away. Uh, me again? All right. Oh, Since sorry. You, no, it's okay. <laughs> Since you don't talk about b- blowing topics anymore, <laughs> maybe just call it Five Pin Universe Biography. <laughs> uh, this is a bowling podcast. We don't talk about blowing a whole lot. It's... I mean, it does, it does come up every once in a while, but... You know, we don't talk about blowing that often. <laughs> oh, I, I did get a, a memorable uh, moment was about when uh, Carrie asked Adam and and Mitch to stop sucking each other off. That was part of the questionnaire. <laughs> wow. the, the best the best five pin moment, and then I got that about seven times. It wasn't so, about sucking each other off; it was pumping their tires, Tim. <laughs> Well, I don't know. We should, I don't think that's what you said, Karen. Can we, can we, can we delete this portion? Can we delete this last minute? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Without further ado, from the east, Jeff Young. Hey guys! Hey. Hey. Finally got to you. you. Made it. That's the, the ugliest hat I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I thought you. Not, I could be not wearing a hat. <laughs> I thought you said you weren't going to wear a hat tonight, Jeff. Uh, you know, I always wear a hat now. 
How's it going? How are things, man? Welcome aboard. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have you on, kind of. No, not really. <laughs> so, how's the Audi life? Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Can't yeah. complain. Yeah. yeah. That's all you it's post nice. on social media now is your car? Yeah, that's all I got now. Life, life and car. <laughs> Both gone. Oh, that's all I got that's good now. Oh, and a dog. Yeah. And your dog. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's like right behind you. Yeah, yeah, she'll be how's, uh, for sure. How's Bowling Alley retired life treating you? Uh, you know, I know this is supposed to be all lighthearted and everything, but uh, I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off. I don't miss it one bit, really. Um, you know, it, it, I mean, I mean, you get some of you guys will know it. it it uh, it's easy to to get burnt out, you know, and um, I think we were there, and and that's why we you know did what we did anyway. Um, now it's it, it's it's kind of weird because we kind of get bundled into the whole COVID um, casualty type thing, and yeah. you know, and, and and I mean, I'm always the first to say like that's that was not the case. That was it was a decision that was made uh, actually right before shutdown. We signed signed everything a week before. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to say that you can, um, you know, you'd regret a decision where, you know, we wouldn't have been open, you know, pretty much for any of this time. So, yep. you know, can't complain if you can even see me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Between the dog and the cows in the back, I'm not sure which one to look at. Yeah, they both look the same. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that timing could not have probably worked out any better for you. Better. And, yeah. and I, I totally get it, man. I mean, you know. We talk about hardworking people in this sport, and, you know, Tim and I put a lot of hours into the lanes, but nothing like you do. I mean, when you were there, you were there absolutely all the time. Yeah, we had all the time. Um, I mean, Jen was working another job, and, uh, you know, um, she would work basically Thursday nights. Uh, we, bowl, we both bowled and, and worked Tuesday nights, and, um, and we had staff that would work um, – you know, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and occasional Sundays, and the rest was me. And uh, you know, it, I know it's kind of it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's just kind of funny because I mean, we we set up this this whole plan, you know, because we had no free time to do anything, and uh, and um, you know, we we originally were were planning on you know doing all this bowling. We we're gonna go out. I was gonna go out west and play every you know WCBT tournament and. Here we are. <laughs> it's later and we still haven't done anything. It's on the hill. All we've been well, doing you... is playing MLB the show and getting fat, you know. <laughs> well, that should make you a good bowler, yeah. Yeah, there yeah you right? Go. Yeah, I'm going on the Dexter plan for sure. <laughs> Except he's left-handed, right? So... Yeah, I'm the left-handed Dexter. <laughs> and you know what? We're in Elmira, so like the Mennonite community is strong, so... I mean, if I grew a big beard, I'd fit in with the rest of them. So. I would like to see you try. Yeah, oh, I actually just shaved today. Maybe I'll start it back up. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Let's yeah. go. Jeff, totally disappointed here. As a as a full bowling nerd, I was invested in your vlog, and you yeah. just gave it up and walked away. I can't well, believe it. I mean, if I'm being honest, I mean that kind of was the the same thing as the bowling alley. You know, um, you know, started working all those hours at the bowling center and. I had no time for anything else, <laughs> you know, like, uh, it's hard to sit down and think of topics when, you know, you, you don't have a 
free minute to, to yourself that, you know, at least, you know, that you're awake anyway. And, uh, you know, I kind of got pulled by the wayside. I, I, I had mentioned to, to Barker because, I mean, Barker was a main contributor as well. And um, I had talked to him before about the possibility of starting it back up. But, you know, we just we, – we both have, you know, so much going on in life. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. been it's been tough to get back to it. I mean, it's nothing that, you know, I wouldn't revisit in the future. But, but uh, you know, not, not at this time anyway. We don't have anything to write about right now anyway. I mean, yeah, you guys have been exactly. slugging, slugging along for about 45 podcasts talking about the same thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume because I don't listen to them. Well, we, you know. we <laughs> hey, so so Jeff, I, um, when I was speaking with you, you had a couple topics you might want to bring up, you said. Oh, I did? Yeah. <laughs> Leave him hanging, Jeff. Yeah, Leave yeah him hanging. I, I, yeah. I, no I don't know what you're talking about. about. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, my my first topic would be: I just want to know, um, is baseball really big in baseball? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's huge. Yeah, well, that's, like, that's super cool. Actually, massive in baseball. <laughs> yeah, like you could not find a bigger baseball community than in baseball. In baseball. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you know, at least we're finding it funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. Uh, and you and Ryan O'Callaghan, who have, I don't think I've ever met, are yeah, not met allowed no. to be friends. Yeah, we're You're fine. not allowed. No, it's too late. <laughs> You can't. You can't. You know, it's funny because like most of the time in roasting and stuff throughout life, I kind of somehow fly under the radar. Yeah. And yet I am like direct targets for you you two. Can't say anything. Yeah. It's all Tim's fault. If you had more uh, IL spots, we would have nothing to talk about. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. 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 We need about eight of them. Yeah. Yeah. I I need about fifteen, but that's not even bowling. So. <laughs> oh man! Do you have a second talk- topic, or was that it? <laughs> no, that's talking. Yeah, talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's great time. having you aboard, Jeff. Thanks for staying up so yeah. late. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. talk about uh, club tour and okay. uh, and you know that thriving tour and the potential maybe of joining a WCBT or is there any potential mm-hmm. of a, a national tour cash side of things, Jeff, from your perspective? Well, I mean, let's be honest. I don't think we can really start looking um, at that as an option until maybe some of those Western guys actually show up to a club tour. <laughs> we'll stop posting them on our dates. Yeah. So, um, you know, aside from that, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, you guys could find the airport and, you know, take a flight at it once in a while. <laughs> can you just call, change it to club tournament now? Because that's all it is, right? Just club tournament? Maybe. Just call, just call it the club Hey, you to the wrong Jeff about this one. Fucking <laughs> mastermind himself. Is, there's more than one bowling alley in all of Ontario, isn't there? Like yeah. how, Not anymore. It's the East, oh, sure. Kerry. It's no. the, oh, it's the East, my I bad. mean, if, yeah. if we're being honest, there aren't any right now. <laughs> 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 bowl. When is the one event? Is it always the same time again? Which one? Autumn Open, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So Thanksgiving, yeah, Thanksgiving weekend, and then when when uh, when you know we had a bowling center, um, <laughs> the uh, the second club tour would be the uh, um, I guess the last weekend in January. So which is our open qualifying? Which would be our open? Ah, darn. 
Yeah. How convenient, boys. How convenient. <laughs> yeah. These events have been around for over 50 years, but yep. your guys' event takes priority. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. But. We're, we're not the East, we're Central, so everything revolves around us. South. <laughs> so. Other side of yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are. Yeah. Oh, and the October one is played at Nebs? Yeah, Nebs, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean,. I mean, let's be honest. For anyone that hasn't has never been there, I mean, there's, you know, there's not a bowling alley that you'd you know want to go and witness more than that one. I mean, it's yeah. it's uh, you know, it's everything you could ask for for entertainment, and uh, you know, it's I mean, the tournament's put on really well, but I mean, the you know the the proprietors and the staff are you know above and beyond. You know, you you can sit and talk to Jeff or or Tom. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the states guys, the duckman bowlers, come up and uh, you know they they're fresh to the to the game of five pin and they don't really even understand what a machine looks like or or you know how you know the behind the scenes of five pin bowling even works and you know you you watch him and he's taking them on you know an hour tour, showing them literally everything that he's done <laughs> and uh, you know you I mean you can't ask for a better venue to be honest with you and uh, you know we're, we're very the... fortunate. He's taking the podcast on a tour, so yeah. we understand. Yeah, it took well, about an hour. I'll, yeah. I'll put I'll put it out there. I mean, I'm not a guy that's going to make the cut or anything, but I'll come to a club tour event to Nebs this year. Yeah, you if, know, I if think... you do a tournament in October, the rest of these guys will probably play Autumn Open because of the WCBT and they're involved in that. But yeah. I'm, you know, personally um, uh, not a huge fan of. Um, Paradise, just because how small it is, and I like my space, and I think oh, you'll Nebs, get your space at Nebs. Yeah, yeah, I can I can go get lost there. So yeah. as much as I love uh, seeing all the guys in Alberta, I'd probably be down to come to Ontario. So yeah, I, I mean it'd be great to see you know um, obviously see more entries, but see some of the familiar faces from out west. And you know we've we've got a pretty good um, you know uh, relationship with the Duckman Bowlers, and you know aside from you know Walt Brooks, no one you know, knows what kind of talent, you know, Western Canada has. And, you know, not that, you know, you're just showing up to, to show them what kind of talent you have, but, you know, it'd be a nice showcase to say like, you know, like there's not just us, you know, there's, there's a whole country, you know, of, of top, top bowlers. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I, and like the club tour was always kind of a, a bucket list item. I know a lot of guys when the Uxbridge was still running, were going yep. out there to that. Yeah. And um, I know we've always talked about going out to Timmins. It's such a, a disaster to get there from the West because mm-hmm. you got yeah. to connecting flights and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's definitely been talked about a lot more. And if, co- if COVID didn't hit, I really expected quite a few trying to get the Timmins this year. And if if Jeffy and those guys could ever get a club tour event that doesn't happen to fall on the oldest Western Canadian touring event, um, I'm sure you'd see a lot of Western players out there. Well, just... I mean, they also have to fit it in their business schedule too, right? Yeah, so, for sure. You know, and we understand that. Yeah. But they have lots of money. they do and they're putting it all back into the bowling center but you know what even even if they ran like you know one in may or or sometime in the summer i guarantee you we'd go out and support we had had, i know we had that conversation uh, uh, um that it was going to be a possibility but you know it's it's tough because 
it, it the large the, the bowling centers that could host something like that um, are becoming few and far between and you know that's really like the conversation that we had when we started um, looking at the option for us to be a club tour stop you know we had a lot of people complaining about how you know we were a smaller center but I mean there were no other centers stepping up you know yeah. so we you know we we were kind of we wanted to be the option you know to 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 move it and i mean you know how bowlers are when they're you know bowling tournament multiple tournaments in the same center regardless of how great the center is they well i want to go somewhere else you know yeah. so we gave them that option i mean so i mean hopefully when uh you know things open back up and you know and and, and god willing that everyone comes back and and has that fire again you know they uh they have some other proprietors that you know will you know kind of you know make it an option yeah yeah I, absolutely yeah. it'd be awesome to go out and support and uh, you yeah. know nebs is one place that i've never been and uh <laughs> well you're missing it, out oh well, yeah i i know and it, it drives me crazy that i have never yeah. been there and, and it almost makes list. no sense i've seen you know hundreds of bowling alleys in this country and i haven't seen the one that i really want to get to yeah it's it, crazy it's, you know it, and you guys would be a perfect example. Uh, you know, a bowling center run by bowlers runs really, really well. And just think of um, a bowling center that's run by bowlers that are ultra, that probably the most passionate about the game, are really smart, and have you know the initiative to push the continuously push the game farther and farther. And and that's the result. That's what you get. You know, you get that bowling center. It's the innovation factor that, mm-hmm. that makes them so unique as well, and they're they're bringing everything to Western Canada as well, right? right. At and, least the thought process of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and and you get, I have a lot of conversations with people, especially nowadays, where you know we have um, you know not the actual game itself that we can talk about, but um, you know a lot of people that. Are kind of afraid to kind of jump in and, and take some initiative and say like, well, I'm only one person. What, you know, what could I possibly do? That's a perfect example right there. What one or two people could possibly do? You know, they are literally changing our game. Is your dog eating right now, Jeff? Yeah, he's yeah, just he's destroying a, he's something. Yeah, she's got a bone. It sounds like, like extra yeah. typing every yeah. week. Probably just as violent too. Yeah. How does yeah. it feel? I don't think we talked about this. How does it feel to have one of the most famous bowling alleys in the history of of bowling? I mean, first first we have that that meme that comes out on Fiping Universe where the, mm-hmm. I mean, the choices were just Elmira the, or Elmira yeah. as yeah. your favorite center in the entire place, but and we still lost. All, your, your bowling alley was, <laughs> and then we shut. Yeah, then you shut down. Um, but your bowling alley was featured in a movie. And yeah, I don't you, know. I, I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, but, uh, a little Gale, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, uh, it was a. Uh, it was definitely a, a pretty cool experience. Um, you know, we had. Uh, you know, we. We took some, you know, famous actors and introduced them to five pin bowling as well. So, you know, um, talking about growing the game, there we are. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a really weird, um, it was a really weird experience because, you know, like they kind of approached us when we were shut down in the summer, and uh, I guess uh, they had been trying to to get a hold of us, and and nobody was there. I mean, Jen would show up and she was doing some painting and stuff, and they actually had, I think it was the florist next door to us 
seen that we were there the one day and I guess they had called the florist and were bugging them and uh, they came over and said like hey um, so there's like some like movie guys trying to get a hold of you to use your building we're like yeah okay whatever <laughs> heard that one before right and, and, uh, and sure enough like you know like they gave us some contact information we called and like yeah they're like we're gonna we want to come and uh, check the place out and we've you know they asked us a bunch of questions so they they had done some homework and they're like oh, you know like this doesn't really sound like they're wasting our time and they showed up full entourage they had some like some russian guy that was like the special effects he's like oh we're going to take this and we changed the whole thing you know like they were going crazy like they had this image and, and like a couple weeks later they showed us like a rendition like this is what we're going to do your bowling center we're like okay and then they're like we're going to do it in the summer which was great because we weren't really open although i ended up getting pushed back till september but then they're like we're going to give you some money for it too. So like, well, this is just really good now. <laughs> you know, every time the guy walked in, he's like, ah, we got a problem. It's going to take an extra day. Like, Oh no. Yeah. Here's another check. Oh no. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think that's super cool. I think it's a super unique thing out of anybody in the industry. And you know, um, you talk about all these people, but you have your, you know, the, the good things in your life and you have your yeah. granddaughter, which is yep. a huge thing in your life. And I think it's super cool that when she gets older, you can be like, hey, this was mm -hmm. our bowling alley. So it's show her the horror movie that it was in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might wait a yeah, few years. It's a little bit freaky. Um, yeah. yeah, so for anyone who doesn't really know, um, it's uh, it's called In the Tall Grass. It's a Stephen King movie. And uh, it was it's featured on Netflix. And it's a... Uh, it, it's I guess it's it's set in a small town with uh, an abandoned bowling alley, and as of right now, you could go to Elmira and see an abandoned bowling alley. So, <laughs> you know, if the movie's too scary, you want to see it, you just roll into Elmira. And there it sorry, is. sorry, Jeff. The way you're pitching this, are you still getting royalties or? Is this... <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, we, we did say the when we finished uh, we they finished the filming, and the uh, this the set uh, manager he. Uh, kind of did like his wrap up and he's like well you know do you guys want to keep any anything so we, we kept some of the the movie props and uh and he's like yeah you know we're already kind of talking about maybe the possibility that we'll you know we'll do a sequel like it it seems like it's going to get really uh really good reviews and we're like well that's perfect so now i have all your props if you want to do a sequel you're you're probably going to have to use my props now that I own. Yeah. So, Pay me for it. Yeah. So we're like, sounds like we got an exclusive deal here. But, uh, yeah. Then you backed out. Yeah. Silly. And you know what? And, and as odd as it is, too, um, we had, uh, like, literally, like, um, like maybe, like, two weeks before we, we actually sold the place, um, we had another casting company come in for Mod Squad or something like that. So I guess it's a kid's show. And they wanted to uh, to film an episode at the bowling center. I'm like, you know, like, I, do we have some sort of marketing manager out that we don't know about, <laughs> yeah. or do I have an agent yeah. that I haven't talked to in a while? Like, someone who's doing some work for us for sure. Must That's be your amazing. sex appeal for sure. It's oh, your totally is. Yeah. yeah. If that was the case, then yeah. I mean, it, hey, let's chat bowling some, out. Uh, let's chat some bowling, Jeffy. So, how about uh, give us some of your your highlights of your bowling career? Some okay. of the the teams or some of the the best moments. I know you've been sitting back there waiting for these. Oh, to come I've out, been so. listening. You yeah, know, yeah. I figured. <laughs> you know what? After this episode, I'll have officially listened to one percent of the podcasts. So, uh, why so why I, did we get him as our anchor? <laughs> so anyway, he, he's um, not. <laughs> 
so yeah, so I have, uh, I guess, a couple that, a couple moments in my bowling career that have been pretty good, and then I'm going to save the most important, most special one for last. But um, you know, like the, I guess the first one would be kind of open performances. Um, uh, I can't pick one or the other because we had two teams, and and uh, and and we, uh, you know, the Hamilton guys always have kind of the debate on which team was better, but. Um, you know, we had, uh, 2009 and 2012 teams were, were, were very well stacked. And, and 2009 was, was, uh, you know, Mitch Davies. I don't know if you heard of that guy before, but it was his rookie season and we absolutely smashed some records. And, um, and, uh, that was, uh, you know, a quite the experience now. Um, I don't want it to dishorn, you know, form too much, but, you know, we were kind of, building a foundation of a, um, a great kind of a family of, you know, really good bowlers that, you know, could perform. And we were kind of learning the winning ingredient and, you know, stuff that were passed down from legends like, you know, like Mike Bates and Matt Dragon. And, um, and Mitch was that final piece that, you know, set us, set us off. And I mean, you guys would have, you know, seen some of the results, from that time on um and then the 2012 team um you know we we were struggling a little bit um we picked up some you know relatively unknown named mark goulet you know a couple couple time uh provincial uh, open champion and uh uh and added him to the team and and you know we went uh undefeated in provincials um from what i recall we we started even at nationals. We were crushing it until, um, you know, one of our reps was talking to one of your reps and kind of, you know, lit a fire under a team and, and they beat us, uh, the, the first match out, out the gate the next day. But, uh, you know, and we won gold that year and, uh, we beat, a um, an amazing Newfoundland team. Um, and you know, you had one of the key members of, of that, uh, contingent, you know, on earlier. And, uh, I don't know, like we didn't really realize until after we had, you know, kind of won that, you know, all the great bowlers in, that we've had in, in the city of Hamilton, um, out East anyway, uh, you know, that we, uh, we, we never had a, a men's team win nationals, but we did not know that before, you know, at, you know, until after we were done. And, um, and I would say those, those two would be, um, you know, the two best and, and my, you know, my personal performances, you know, I, I guess were, um, special to me too, but you know, the, the family that, uh, you know, that we all grew into, um, from those two teams in particular, I, I mean, push my bowling career farther than I ever thought it would go, which leads me to the ultimate number one thing was the day I got this. <laughs> it just can't be topped, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, Which one, national gold medal or a signed to Weisberg? Tim Weisberg. And he, it says he's the better Weisberg brother. Yeah, but so, that's the thing is, like, there's, there's only one Weisberg. Well, then I he's have the best never one, Weisberg. So, I mean, congratulations, yeah. Tim. So I'm just, that, that's super cool, actually. <laughs> I like I like how you didn't frame it, but whatever. 
Did, did you, know, you pay for that? Was, I actually thought it was in the garbage. It took me like 15 minutes. <laughs> but no, it was it was it was on the top of the garbage. It wasn't in it. So we're good. But yeah, that's definitely number one in my heart right there. I, I will, you know, like um, but you know, like to keep this on a on a serious note. So the one thing that we did do in our bowling center, and and um, mm -hmm. I kind of hoped other bowling centers would do it, and um, we do. I do have uh, one person in this podcast that um, we were fortunate enough to get in contact with. We actually did um, black and white uh, eight by ten photos in our bowling center, framed them, and we actually sent them out to the bowlers and got them to sign them and send them back that we put on display in our bowling center. And Adam was one of them. And, uh, and the, uh, the conversation, um, not just from like league bowlers, but from, you know, just open play regular public, um, that we would get on a weekly or monthly basis was, was absolutely amazing. And I've always been kind of harping on the sport of bowling to, to kind of get more in the forefront of, um, you know, showcasing its star performers. And, uh, you know, I mean, if a couple bowling centers can do something like that, the, and the basis that we went off of was, it wasn't like a hall of fame or anything like that. It was people that had inspired us, um, either bowling with or against in our bowling careers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just got them to pick a, a photo of, you know, a moment that was important to them and, and special to them. And, and, you know, it was kind of a cool feature because, I mean, I would, I would think that, you know, those bowlers that we had, uh, you know, take part in this were, you know, kind of felt like a celebrity for a little bit, you know, like how many times you get to sign an autograph photo, Tim aside, because he's signed them like crazy. Um, no one's buying them, but, but he's, he's signing them still. And, uh, and, you know, and, uh, and I think it would be, uh, you know, a good honor to our sport and its performers if, if, um, you know, some more people kind of followed suit and and you know now that you know our our pictures are now in our personal collection and not enjoyed by the general public you know maybe there are some other bowler centers that can find people that are important to them that you know touch them and yeah you know. I, th I think that's kind of cool um heritage kind of does the same thing they put mm. their their winners up on mm -hmm. the, on the wall yeah. um and it kind of wraps around their well in the concourse area it's kind of nice too because like people would say well what's this person's story and because it was someone that was important to us, and I mean, not saying like the whole winning a tournament thing is, is a bad idea, it's not, it's a great idea. Um, we were able to say something more than, oh yeah, they won this tournament in 2014. Yeah. It was, this is how this person impacted my bowling career. And uh, yeah. you know, you really got a story from the heart of, you know, uh, you know, great competitors that, you know, our league bowlers and semi, you know, competitive league bowlers would have no idea who these people are, you know, and, and now they do they have an idea and you know i still yeah. remember that day that, that you contacted me mm -hmm. and I, I was absolutely blown away because especially at that point in my career i i didn't think i was anything yeah either right yeah, well, so to, to, to even get that request uh, was i was absolutely blown away and uh i i still remember yeah exactly even today well, and the uh, one thing that one thing to mention too <laughs> just that, that you just I'm thinking back at the picture that you, you selected and you guys were talking about, well, I've never bowled in, you know, in Alberta, you know, my home. Okay. So 2008, the year that you selected that picture, yeah, I went to nationals for both open and masters, both held at Sherwood two blocks from my house. 
You want to talk about being robbed of a trip? Yeah. I literally, the hotel was literally far. I could walk out onto the corner of my street and see the sign for Sherwood Center. So, I mean, be happy you're traveling the country because you yeah. know I got to go sleep in a hotel that was ten minutes away when I could have walked in five. So, twice <laughs> in the same year. Oh, that's I think That's we had so open good. provincials one time at Edmonton, and I didn't even bother packing the bag. I just went oh. home after each shift, yeah. at, or after, and picked up my clothes for the night and went yeah, to the lanes. And I get my buddies right. just—they parked on the street and in the driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hard, so hard to find parking, you know, for provincial anyway. And like, oh, we'll just walk yeah. a couple blocks. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I remember just he- heading to your parents' place there for uh, our uh, buys DB. What's that? Yeah, yeah, totally. I think he, he fell asleep there for a second. <laughs> it's getting, it's it is what time is it? What time is it? Yeah. This old guy's getting ready for bed here, right? Oh, no, I'm kidding. Boy, Scott, are you going to be disappointed? I, I really, I, well, yeah, I really <laughs> like Scott's comment here. Um, fun fact for everyone, we might as well just say it. We, we did plan on having Mitch Davies on this evening. He would be the next, the next, uh, guest that we have on, but, uh, it sounds like he got called to work and he won't yeah. be on. So, uh, lucky for Scott, uh, <laughs> Word. probably lucky for the rest of us too. But uh, we'll miss you, Mitch. I mean, I could pretend I'm him. Oh, that should be easy. Get Just low. yell, "Let's yeah. go!" On and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where are your tiny hands? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Mitch go. is just ducking me because we had some like big cash event next year. And uh, yeah, he's he's not going to show up to that either. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, what's left for you, Jeff? Um, you got more titles to come. You got lots of you got lots of things on your list. I'm sure. What's what will be you know? the top of it? <laughs> um, I mean, I I've been pretty upfront. Where it, I just I'm having a hard time finding any uh, any desire anymore. Um, I'm having some issues with my hand actually, so like I can't, I can't even, uh, I can't make a fist with my left hand. It's been over a year since I could. So, um, and I have, right. you know what? <laughs> the one year, and I mean, I don't think there's going to be anyone that's that's either a up or or watching, you know, this shit show um, right now um, that can back me up. But um, the one year, and uh, we had a uh, an open practice. And uh, I bowled my entire open team. I bowled the wrong hand. They all bowled a proper hand. I bowled 287 and beat them all. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it clearly shows you you're better right-handed. But. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean. That'd be I an interesting that. stat, right? Make yeah. uh, Play at nationals with bowling with both hands. Well, and then I, I, I did the one year while I was playing a, fu- a fun league. And uh, I mean, there were some good bowlers in the league, and um, and it was actually it was in Ingersoll, um, where my my wife's family owns the bowling center, and um, I think the the one year average, I don't know, like two seventy five or two eighty, and uh, you know I was getting a lot of people that were like, well, you look really unhappy if you you bowled a three hundred game, I'm like, okay, well your average is one fifty, and you know you bowled a one seventy, how happy are you with that? Like, that's twenty pins over my average, it's not that big of a deal, and. And I guess my very, very matter-of-factness um, didn't really rub people the right way. <laughs> so I said, you know, like next year, well, maybe I'll just bolt my wrong hand. And, you know, maybe that'll be fun. And Jen was like, 
yeah, I don't think they'll take that the right way either. <laughs> <laughs> so then we bought another bowling alley and left. <laughs> well, that, that, that's got to be one of your big accomplishments right like how, how many people are part of the 290 plus club yeah i mean and before anyone kind of rips on me it wasn't my own bowling center <laughs> but uh yeah your I don't know, own like, bowling center or not or yeah, it doesn't matter how how easy yeah. a center is. If you average well, two ninety for a year, okay. You I, had, I, had a, I had a time here. Time here. Yeah. I I want to address this comment in the chat. Okay. Nathan, ask Jeff how many cuts he's made on the WCBT tour. <laughs> What's his one. percentage? <laughs> Shut up. Zero is zero. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I was gonna I Continue was gonna put a, I was gonna put a big number up, and you guys you know started COVID and shut it down, so I couldn't come out and dominate. <laughs> <laughs> it's our fault. It's our fault for COVID. We didn't want Jeffy to come. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that year, it, I mean, I mean, I guess, I mean, other people would have experienced it too. But like, it's it's averaging that is kind of weird because I was over three hundred at Christmas time still, and uh, and you it really starts to play on you mentally, and you can't get away from it because that's all anyone wants to talk about when you're bowling league. And, um, you know, <laughs> I joined this league. It was, uh, it was the Victoria bowl uh, pro league on Monday nights and, you know, still fairly relatively new to the zone and not a lot of people knew me. And, you know, the first year that I, you know, was in the league. So, I mean, it was something that they, you know, um, probably weren't expecting to see. I mean, I wasn't expecting to see something like that, but, um, you can't escape it. Like it starts getting in your head where it's just like, you know, you have a 250 game and you're thinking like, Oh, I got to have a 350 game next game or, you know, and, um, and it, it was, um, I learned a lot from it to be honest with you, because, um, you, you really have to be, um, that much sharper physically and mentally because you can't, you can't let a, I know it sounds stupid. A 250 game is not a bad game, but you know, it was 40, 40 under my average that year. And, uh, I, I do think when we shut down for for um, COVID, at our place I was 288. So and and uh, my last week of bowling I had um, at 14 and change for four. So like I was trending in the right direction to beat that. And uh, you know I I definitely think that um, the lessons that I learned from you know that year that average 290, um, you know, kind of helped me to kind of progress as the year went on, you know, last year, I guess now, and now we've got nothing, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. but, uh, but yeah. Well, hopefully you get it back. Obviously the desire and the hand fi- fixed mm-hmm. and coming back and play and COVID's all over with us. And we <laughs> get to, get to they make were it really happen well, and see. They were really well here. scoring lanes, Scott. So I can't argue about that. <laughs> there were some crazies. Every year there was like, there wasn't a, there was a perfect game in 1978. And then we had four in five years. Uh, you know, when we, we actually started, you know, I mean, I don't want to say started to take care of the lanes because they were definitely taken care of before us. But, um, you know, doing some extra maintenance and spending a little extra time on it. So, so yeah, well, you can say the doctor. That's okay. You you put on the black, but you had the seventeen inches. Yeah. Right, and then so, you put on the black bases, and the day you put on the black bases, the day you threw a perfect game there too. Mm-hmm. Right? The next, yeah, the next, the next night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although I will say, in, in that bowling center, I have three perfect games. 
I had a perfect game. Actually, I had a perfect game on a set of bowling balls that weren't mine. I found them in a bin. They were the old soft rolls. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try them. I want a, I want a nice, easy grip ball for, uh, for duck pin for shooting singles. So I'm like, I'm going to try this. I literally took them out of a box, threw 12 shots, threw a perfect game, white bases, and 18-inch centers. Then we went 17-inch centers with white bases, and I threw a perfect game, and then black bases, 17-inch so it doesn't make any difference to me what we do. <laughs> I can do it anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. How, how, how do you and think the, it would be to come back to competitive bowling as a non-proprietor? Um, well, I was looking forward to it. I mean, that was kind of like the the game plan was that we were, you know, gonna, you know, cut ties and and enjoy life a little bit and and. Uh, and go to tournaments and i mean it, it's tough because like personally like I, I i would roll into a tournament and i already not want to be there by the time i got there you know and and no reason to not want to be there but just other than just it felt like my entire life i was inside a bowling center constantly and um you know i was really looking forward to the refreshing idea of you know i'm i'm, I'm a human being again i'm not a, a bowling robot and and uh and yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the the desire will come back. Um, it's taken some time. I do know that uh, um, right before we shut down again, we've been shut down for a while now. But um, the week before we shut down, um, I uh, I actually sent Davies a, a text and said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna go to Victoria Bowl, throw some games?" And and we we threw a couple games, and it, it felt all right. I mean, my second ball warm up was a gutter, and uh, so I mean that the. Uh, <laughs> that put things in perspective real quick, but you know, and, and I'll, I'll have you say like, you know, Mitch was with, wasn't without his struggles either. I mean, he only started on the first eight his first game. So <laughs> it was really behind the eight ball. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I was, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting that. I thought to be a little sharper. <laughs> I love that he's not here so we can chirp the shit out of him. Yeah. I'm yeah. About that, yeah. yeah. Well, I we're closing in on that three hour mark. Yeah, um, Jeffy, we can't thank you enough for coming on and oh. filling filling the void that would have been Mitch. It, <laughs> it was way better with you. Oh, um, for sure, yes, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> your twenty I, minute turned into forty minutes. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it's talking and bowling, forty minutes is short for me. Um, I mean, <laughs> I could be here for another three hours if you let me. I'm probably get in no. trouble for that, but <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, not only uh, thanks for having me on, but not only that, but thanks for doing, you know, like 100 podcasts, you know, um, you know, that's truly phenomenal. Um, you know, one that uh, you guys, you know, put yourselves out there on a weekly basis and, and, and dedicate your time and efforts to, you know, the, the greater cause of bowling. But, you know, doing something that um, obviously filled, you know, a need where you have people listening, I mean, you guys aren't, um, you know, doing a hundred podcasts and no one's listening to it. You know, um, aside from me, I mean, I wasn't listening to it. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I mean? Like, if you've got um, other bowlers and 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 there's been a lot of stuff that you guys have put on, and 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 you know, I've made sure to pass it along to people that I think would be useful to hear. And we never had that before you guys came along. And uh, you know, like a big thank you to you guys for for doing what you do. I mean, it's. Um, I'm, I'm sure some weeks it's not easy to, you know, 
um, sit down and talk about stuff and, and, you know, uh, especially with the Wiseman's like, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's, that's, that's not, completely well, that's fair, not yeah. how I meant it. That's not how I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, you, you walk into a bowling center every day and I mean, I don't know if you're, you're probably not going in there every day at this point, every but day. are you? And yeah. you know how disheartening that must feel. And, you know, as a, former proprietor you know i really feel you and uh you know um you guys are literally doing um you know god's work i guess you could say in the terms of bowling um you guys are doing something really special where uh you don't um you probably don't get enough thanks for it but uh you know trust me at least for myself personally you guys uh you guys are doing an amazing job and it's something that uh, is really worthwhile Thanks, Jeffy. Thank you very much, thanks. Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Awesome, Jeff. As much yeah. as you're a pain in my ass, I, I really, I really appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. you and and everything you do for the game. And you can just say I'm super cool. Actually, you are super cool. Actually, he's the bomb. Yeah, he's Okay, well, we'll let you sign off on here and let you get to sleep because apparently you have to work. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand I that. Do but... these days. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have to work hard. I just drive a forklift all day now. <laughs> oh, nice. Easy. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll run a commercial, let you go, and then uh, we'll do our draws and the rest of our mean tweets. Oh, boy. Cheers. Thanks, Jay. That's always a good conversation with Jeffy. He's nothing but fun and uh, very knowledgeable in the sport and likes to pick on the Wiseman, so it works out perfect for me. Do you know Absolutely what? Absolutely perfect. With Mitch, <laughs> Mitch not showing up, him and Jeff now have both the same amount of appearances. Yeah. Maybe it was just meant to be. And Tough like, one, Mitch. He, he's remarkably well-spoken, which blows my mind. He's an idiot. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Do you want to retort on that, Jeff? That, that no, seems right. Right. Oh, There he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we might as well do one of our giveaways here. We'll do yeah, the all star. We'll do the all star giveaway since uh, DB's on a washroom break. I'm sure. Well, Sorry, the, the re giveaway. He, he said that he could see us. But his computer's messing up, oh. so he could see us and hear us. But I don't, I don't know if he's around. But okay, we'll, keep going. well, we'll wait and see. Yeah. All right, so All Star giveaway. So this is for the hundred dollars on AllStarBowlingSales.com. Um, once again, after you're drawn, um, we'll send you a message either on Facebook. If you happen to be a YouTube commenter, we'll track you down some way or the other, and uh, we'll get your information to All Star so they can send you that that information. So without further ado. It's like a roulette table. Yeah. Ryan oh, O'Callaghan. Wow. No way. Unbelievable. 
real. It, it probably doesn't make up his wages he lost today, but at least it's something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Good that is, for Ryan. That's that, that's, that is good for him. He needs all the extra bowling balls he can get to, you know, try to counteract his lack of skill. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, Not wrong. So is DB trying to get in, Tim? Is that what I'm getting here? Uh, I'm trying to get him to, like, restart his browser. So hopefully he'll just shut down his browser completely and come back in. Another giveaway. Hey, right, let's do another one. Which one should we do? We'll do Alley Cat. How's that? Alright, so thanks again to Alley Cat for sponsoring our Drunken Adventures. <laughs> Number Completely fair. five or six, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, I'm down six. Six. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> Alright, so this is for the hat that Dexter gladly donated to uh, all our commenters. And we have 34 entries for it. Come on, Black. I haven't seen my name yet. It was a roulette joke. <laughs> Dexter. Oh, I almost, I almost Justin. won. <laughs> Justin Sullivan. Oh, Justin Congrats. Sullivan. Here we go. Perfect. So, Dexter, are you going to take care of that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I could do that. Awesome. Hey, DB's back. I'm having some computer issues, boys, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Perfect. I'm just waiting for the ding, ding, ding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we gave away two draws. We did the all-star draw. It went to Ryan O'Callaghan. And we did the alley cat. went to Justin Sullivan. So Justin, you're all just, caught up. Just send me a, a message with your address there, buddy. All right. So um, do we want to do some mean tweets? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. We'll do, we'll do two in a row. For each so, person. Or... Yeah, yeah, for each person. So I think we're on number five, is that correct? Yeah, that's four. right. That's I right. think so. All right. Four. No, we're no, definitely we're five, Tim. Okay. Oh, all right. Anonymous, I'm the best team player ever. Well, I, I'm definitely up there. I, I know there, 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 there. There's definitely one particular person in, I don't know, Calgary who doesn't think that way, but... Um, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee this was probably from Tim, and he uh, he, he agrees with his statement. Perfect. How do you, how do you know it's from me? It's freaking Nostradamus over there. Sorry, uh, Anonymous said that. Okay. <laughs> Number two. From Anonymous again. When Weber got fired from the show, it, it instantly got a hundred times better. Uh, guaranteed. <laughs> Dexter came or Dexter came up to me. Carrie came up to me and said, uh, "We want your mic. You're out." <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was oh, like oh, three oh. months after I asked you for it, though. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to hold on as long as I could. True story. After he lost out on the five pin challenge, he handed it in. That was it. That. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you got to know your time. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> Hey, Daryl. Are you going to be able to read these? Yeah, we're good, bud. DB trying to change subjects is as smooth as Weber's face planting at the foul line. Gotta <laughs> 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 keep things going, boys. <laughs> that, that, that's good. Half, half a push-up that day. Yeah. 
Daryl embodies everything about a middle-aged man trying to feel young again by wearing a flat-brimmed hat. Absolutely. Grasping <laughs> <laughs> at straws. We'll uh, we'll do what I gotta do for a long time yet. <laughs> Way to own it, DB. That's what we love about it. Hey, Dexter. No! <laughs> As he scrapped his vest. Strong touch in the face. Never. <laughs> this is clearly a woman that does not understand the feel of a beard. <laughs> you can't stop. Maybe she does. Anonymous. I thought Weber's ego was big. Then I became, then I became number one on the five pin you ranking. Well, you know, I'm gonna gotta carry on the trend, and right now. I've got to be close to hitting the record for the longest holding number one status. Oh, like, two years. Like, it's, it's, have I hit that number yet? I remember well, when, when, when JB was like, ah, oh, yeah, he's going to be number one until the next event. And then I, I, I there wasn't one. my lead. Then COVID. And then COVID hit, but I did further my lead first. I, sh- I shouldn't what? have went to Mexico. <laughs> oh, great. This guy's definitely ranked in the top two Wisemans on this podcast for sure. <laughs> how is it always? Uh, how does it feel always living in the shadow of the better Wiseman and watching him while win while you're on the sidelines? It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. probably, probably about as good as reading that sentence. Yeah. Was, was that was that too close to home? Is that no? <laughs> I'm the fucking plane, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess I'll do my two now. Oh, from Jeffy. I don't think the bowling community understands how lucky they are not only to have access to the podcast, but a podcast that has started by four future Hall of Famers. Assuming Kerry gets in as a builder for his contributions from the podcast. Hey, is that is that criteria? Am I in? Builder, yeah, builder. Yeah, hey, it won't be the podcast. I'm with you, Gary. I'm shooting for that too, pal. Perfect. It, it won't be the podcast, Gary. <laughs> Anonymous. Glad to see they finally found a host for the podcast. DB was a huge upgrade. I'm not going to lie. Well done. <laughs> uh... Daryl, you want to read the Five Pin Universe one? Sure do. I've never seen a better looking podcast group wearing hats. Please leave them on. All your hairlines are awful, and we have to go to a sound only podcast if you were to take them off. Yes. Who's that from? Anonymous. That's from Cat. <laughs> do headbands count? Yeah. The headbands <laughs> have to count, right? Both. They got to count. Oh, for sure. It's exactly why this thing started as audio only. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Faces for radio. (laughs) All right, let's do another giveaway. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All thinking it. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Thanks, Amanda. All right, so this is our custom polo from BPG, Daryl. Let's do it. 59 entries. Spin the wheel.
Nice. Oh, that, nice. Good. Kelsey, good. Kelsey has been um, really active in everything, and she's purchased some five pin U yeah. merch and stuff like that. So it's awesome that she we can give something back to her. That's perfect. Good. All right. Awesome. Get her in touch, or we'll figure out how. Or I think we've got our email anyway, so we'll we'll, we'll get in touch with her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got that covered. All right. Um, which giveaway should we do now? We'll do Martin Talbots. I'm sure he's sitting in the chat waiting to go to bed. Once again, that's the $75 signed picture from AJ's, I do believe. Yeah, which is this awesome. Might, this might actually get me into the group, Martin. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I keep declining. <laughs> 40, 46 entries. Let's see if I see my name this time. Yep. Yes. You're in there. <laughs> I'm in. Too far now. Oh, oh, that's, that's that's just what he needs. That's a good winner. <laughs> that's not a good winner. Stop. What is that profile picture? I'm still wondering what that is. Yeah. That's for everybody to find out later. Yep. <laughs> he, he doesn't accept friend requests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get in touch with Curtis Kaplan and then uh, forward that off to Martin for him. Um, thanks again, Martin, for the donation. That's amazing. And uh, I'm sure Curtis will pick some shitty Kansas City player. I don't know. San Francisco. <laughs> San Fran. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Casey. Oh, whoops. Colin Kaepernick side picture for sure. Guaranteed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do a few more mean tweets and then we'll finish off with our with our draws. So that was five and six, so this is seven and eight. How many are we if doing? We're doing ten each. Ten each? All right. Ten each. We picked the best ten. Awesome. Good. Yeah, His good deed is being returned. Look yeah, at that. I, I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, cool. Adam. Here you go. All right. Uh, Tyson Nelson. All right, I love watching live streams except when they freeze. Luckily, most of the time it just turns out I was watching Adam's approach. <laughs> 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 You're not wrong. You got to wait to see if there's like a timer on those live streams because if it keeps like jumping up a second at a time, you know it's it's not freezing. <laughs> and from. From his dumbness, <laughs> the goat needs to be back. Shit is running downhill since my replacement. It was a complete guess. I didn't know who submitted I, it. I thought I, maybe I, it was you. I, I, I still don't see a replacement. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man. Um. I. So those two. Hey, Daryl, here you go. Seems like a little bit of a douchebag, but overall, good guy. <laughs> <laughs> or my initials is DB. Ooh. Ooh. I've been called worse before. <laughs> I like it. That was really aggressive. I single-handedly turned the most amazing podcast in an interview show and lost viewers. 
My favorite thing to do is cut people off and talk and talk and talk. Wow. <laughs> wow, there's some bitter people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I don't know that one's from. <laughs> DB's already got his hit list. You, like you, know, you know who... I know I, that's from. Oh, we'll talk after. We'll talk after. <laughs> you guys, that's from too. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, two. I think it was this one. Anonymous, you are clearly the best bowler in Canada, next to Mitch, the goat, of course. Is that a slam? Is that a slam? I don't think that's a slam. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, unless hey, that no. was Mitch writing in, then screw you. But otherwise, <laughs> thank you. No, <laughs> Mitch. Mitch would assign that one. <laughs> that, that is. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Number two. This guy looks like Santa Claus's child that Santa kicked out for smoking dope behind the reindeer barn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the reason yeah. why why Rudolph had a red nose. Guaranteed. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, could go man. a few ways. All right. Use your imagination. Yep. <laughs> okay, Timmy. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> From Tyson Nelson. Tim is a brown robe and an, a midlife crisis away from becoming Friar Tuck. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hat off, Timmy. Hat off. No, no, <laughs> no. Jeff, Jeff Young. <clears throat> Tim Wiseman is my second favorite bowler of all time. Everyone else is tied for first. <laughs> take my punishment anonymous a five pin bowling podcasting accountant the only thing whiter than Gary is three feet of fresh snow (laughs) (laughs) I do live in central Alberta so that is correct on all accounts with good Wi-Fi, all of a sudden (laughs) it's gotten so much better well this is a long one anonymous I'm not sure what's bigger the length of Kerry has gone without winning anything or his receding hairline. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, that's true. It's been receding for 30 years, so that's close. Uh, Kerry and Michael Jordan kind of have something in common. Both are decent athletes but failed at baseball careers. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm in... <laughs> Wow. That was that was good. Yeah. I'm in the same sentence as MJ, so screw you guys. I'm in the same sentence as Mitch Davies. Nobody cares. That, that was a good one. That was good. wow. Okay. Um do a five pin universe one? Sure. Alright. I'll read this one. Oh, it's from Jeffy. Look at this. One hundred podcasts. Wow. I shouldn't be surprised. I knew you guys were starting to get big when I was downtown one night and I heard a business owner's playing your podcast to keep the homeless people from sleeping in front of their stores. <laughs> Good old elevator music. Oh, I love it. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Wow. That is pr- pretty spot on. Right on the nose. Alrighty. So, should we give away three books? Sure, yeah. 
All right, we got 50 entries. We're gonna be doing it three times. Um, I don't have a pen and pencil in front of me, so I don't wanna rewatch this. So you guys wanna write this down? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> First draw. This, this book will be in uh, my hands at some point in life. Yes, no doubt. Sean Evie. Good, our first winner. Really good contributor. Yes. Yes, he's constantly in the chat. Even though he's left-handed, he's been good at it. How did Five Pin Universe get in this draw? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No kidding. Oh, I just oh, another. <laughs> wow. That'll save on shipping. Yeah. yeah. Ford yeah. that address there, Dexter. Yeah. We'll just package it all together. Oh no, I guess this will be a little while, a little ways away. <laughs> and the last book nice. cool nice. Awesome. Um, so the books obviously probably aren't printed yet so um, we'll have to wait a little bit before that but we will get them to you once they are available absolutely all right, what other giveaways do we got going on here? We have the Weber membership and the Weisberg photo. We'll do the we'll do the Weisberg photo right now. We'll finish off our mean tweets and then we'll hit them with the WCBT membership giveaway. Was there like four people that put in for this? Nineteen. That's that's far more than expected. Nineteen. Best part is it's Weisberg with an E. Yeah, it's spelled so. wrong. <laughs> Even I, better. I put in as the U. <laughs> hence why some people missed it I need something to start my fire <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> he started oh, no. it all he started yeah, it all that that's makes right. perfect sense yeah. perfect. good for him that's funny that's somebody else funny. started Dexter's headband too and I got in on that one nobody, <laughs> nobody created it <laughs> this is this is going in the bowling hall of fame <laughs> okay. With your career or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Adam. Mean tweets, buddy. No, here we go. Last two. Oh, from Jeffy Young. If I had a nickel for everyone who thought Adam Weber was better than Mitch Davies, I'd invest that five cents. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> hey, best part is it's Mitch Davies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Anonymous, Mr. Weber, congrats on being inducted in the Hall of Fame before you died. Tim was so worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> At least one person on this podcast was. Because <laughs> I, I, I could be hit by a car tomorrow and not get in. Right, Carrie? <clears throat> I, I was I was thinking just, about obesity or, or heart disease. but Just, no, no, just let me know oh. when you're walking around, Adam. Hey, oh, Tim ain't going to hit me. <laughs> You ain't walking around either, so that's a doubleness. Hey, obviously. <laughs> hey, Daryl, your last two mean tweets. DB, the old stallion. Surprise someone hasn't put you out of your misery yet. Wow. <laughs> to the glue wow. factory. Turn <laughs> a hat every week, then, I, then you know it's time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, DB had to sponsor an online pro league just to get selected to play. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> that, that's from your something in common. That's your buddy Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh man, some of these are so mean. Hey Dexter. Oh, I'm up next. Yeah. Yep. Number one, eh? Just because you finally reach the top doesn't mean you you ha- doesn't give you any right to look down. A couple podcasters reached the same peak way before you and still have more titles. Show some respect. So this has got to come from like Carrie or something. But I just want to say that I hit number one well before any of those people did in age. I, I was far younger than any of those people. Guaranteed. The ranking started while you're while you're younger. Yeah. Oh, wow. By uh, Mitch Davies. The last memory I have of, of Sherwood is Dexter throwing a sandwich at his mother. Wow. <laughs> you know, if, if, you know, sandwich frisbee toss was an Olympic sport. Yeah. <laughs> that may be my lasting memory of Sherwood Bowl. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Wow. Oh. Tim, who won title? Ha ha, laughable. The only way to the C5 Hall of Fame is you as a builder. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Masters better get in on Mitch. That. Um, <laughs> yeah, Masters. I had to win something in Masters. Uh, does true. anyone else listen to Tim talk and actually think he could quite possibly have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> think, think or hope. Think or hope. There's a difference. Oh, well, Mitch. Yeah. Uh, do you smell I love how you, Tim? you have no retorts against any of these. Can you hold no. your hands straight up? Oh, yeah, you're good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take mine. Tyson Nelson, Carrie, because the podcast needs someone to commentate on Sunday while they're full. Common theme, common theme. <laughs> Anonymous. Oh, wow, this is a long one again. Can you go one episode without apologizing to be so fucking nice? This isn't politics. This is a podcast. Grow some balls. Seriously, though. Do you get sore from wearing a back brace all the time? Hashtag spineless. Hashtag not sorry. P.S. Stop bringing Weber back. (laughs) That's fair. I should really uh, take him off the call list. I, I, I'm pretty sure Dexter did write a few of these in. I did. I did not write a single one. I promise you. I think okay. Weber wrote one himself. Stop bringing that. That, that one I did not. Remember, I, I got fired, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Should we give away the last one? Yep. Well, it's cool. three and a half hours. Yeah, longest podcast <laughs> ever. We thought Jeff was long last week. <laughs> yeah, good thing we didn't have Mitch on. We still have 85 people watching, 84 now. They're probably invested in this WCBT membership, <laughs> <laughs> even though there's only 33 entries. Um, we can't thank you guys enough for watching three and a half hours of this BS. Love it. Um, it was a lot of fun. The mean tweets were amazing. Um, sorry we couldn't get to them all maybe we'll bring some of the ones that were submitted back to another podcast or some some type of thing we'll work in 36 entries it just went up by three look at that (laughs) all right here's the roulette wheel
please be me. I'm cheap. <laughs> he put his name in. <laughs> Nathan Cooper. So Nathan, nice. you know what that means? Is He's you have to show up for two tournaments. That is yep. the the yep. caveat that was stipulated yep. right off the bat. And if not, we'll uh, we'll just have to redraw that on a future. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, let us know if you're gonna able to do that. If not, we'll redraw for the free membership. Absolutely. Well, where did you guys wow. think? Good show, guys. Hundred episodes, boys. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you to everybody here. I do want to point out the one thing, though. The one thing I do want to point out is that I am the only one that has not missed a single one. You tried once. I am. Yeah, I tried <laughs> once. I tried once. I am the pure hundredist. That's well, That's a word. Yeah. Thank, thank God for my crappy internet that you can make all 100. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. Hey, that's so right, te- technically 101. Yeah, yeah technically, true. Technically true. 101. He made every single. <laughs> but but seriously, thank you guys, and thank you to everybody that listens and watches and all this stuff. Honestly, we wouldn't we wouldn't still be here if you guys weren't listening and watching. So um, we really appreciate you guys tuning in every week and commenting and you know approaching us and. Uh, all the all the great stuff that's come from this and uh, honestly cannot thank everybody enough especially you for sitting on here right now yeah um i guess this is where i kind of <laughs> we lost there oh there's Daryl's back um i just want to give a personal thank you to all you guys and all our commentators and or commentators commenters <laughs> Everybody that watches and stuff like that, um, for this to start out as a stupid idea to grow into something like this um, is absolutely amazing. And uh, I'm glad that we can give something back to 5-Pin Bowling. Like All the money that's generated goes back directly into this production or producing the 8-game or producing the Team Pro League or stuff like that. Like It's all going back into 5-Pin Bowling in some way or another. Um, yeah, this is, I can't, I'm lost for words for what it's become. Well, and obviously, th- right? Go, go ahead, DB. No, I was just going to say, and a lot more to come. I mean, this is, this is fun. This is, uh, it's enjoyable and you guys are, you guys are awesome. And, and even our text messages throughout the week, uh, keep it going and keep it interesting, keep it fun. So thank you to you guys too, right? So just keep patting ourselves here, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to many more of these to, to keep contributing. No, th- thanks for having me on for for this one. It uh, means a lot to, to, you know, obviously have the invite back for for such a prestigious episode and, and probably what's going to be many many more of these. And uh, uh, obviously the Wisemans and DB, you have a, a huge part of this, and there's such, such a, a big uh, following that that will come from your guys' efforts, but specifically to carry. Um, your impact on the game of five pin bowling and especially in western canada but but across canada is completely understated and i know you're not in it for the personal um gains or anything like that uh but what you've done for this sport is 
something that that I, honestly I, I can't even express in words because this, this sport needed yourself. They needed Five Pin Universe. They needed WCBT. The, this sport was was in a big. I don't know. It was in a lot of trouble. It, it's still in a lot of trouble in, in a lot of places. But you brought some normalcy back to the competitive game and the sport of five pin bowling in itself. And that is on you, my friend. So I, I want to you know, thank you personally for all you do. The hundreds and thousands of hours that you put in over and above what people would see on a podcast, uh, what people see from behind the scenes. It, it, it's truly incredible. So thank you. Uh, uh thanks thanks for the kind words um like you said i'm not in it for uh the recognition or anything like that the only time i give a little bit of crap is the timmy when uh they get called out as the organizers of the wcbt but <laughs> i love it though um yeah yeah it, it's it's been a pet project of mine and i'm i'm happy that these associations and this business has grown to this size yeah for sure yeah, thank you for everything, Carrie. Yeah, Absolutely. and thank you, Julie, for letting Carrie do this. I mean, we yeah. can't we can't forget about that, that's right? So true. Yeah, yeah. Best that's builder fair. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> man, I can't wait till I start winning again. I should be on the I should be on the climb again, shouldn't I? No. Abysmal, abysmal. <laughs> I hit abysmal. So. Hey, um, we gotta run. We gotta run this out for fifty-four more seconds. Three three and a half is the new mark. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect time for our uh, our sponsors. Once again, Alley Cat, um, thanks for stepping up and providing Absolutely. us with the drink. Um, you may have gotten a few of us drunk. We appreciate it. <laughs> Made us loose. We talked a lot more um, and spread the good ideas. And Shelby at All Star Bowling Sales, awesome, amazing to uh, sponsor and give away stuff every week. Can't um, tell you how much we appreciate it. And as a side note from Five Pin Universe, um, Daryl, you stepped up to help us organize this all. Um, I know when Weber stepped away, we, we continued to do a couple couple episodes and we were really floundering. We didn't know really where we were going and we can't thank you enough. And BPG um, mm-hmm. helping us with the 8Gamer, the, the Team Pro League and stuff like that. You, you are, um, you've been a part of Five Pin Bowling for a long time and a side note from the mean tweets as funny as they are and as inside jokey as they get um we appreciate them but without you um this sport is is behind right so um once again thank you yeah thank you very much thank you db yeah and the wisemans whatever thanks for showing up yeah anytime Ah, just kidding. You guys know we love you. You guys do lots. Timmy puts together all the agendas. Dexter does all the background checking and all that stuff, um, and helps me with the tech side when I fall behind and all that, all that crap. So when you let me, yeah, when I go hands free. All right. Instead of dragging this out and making it all awkward. Get the hell out of here. See you guys. <laughs> hey guys. Thank you, everybody. Cheers, Thanks guys. for everybody Congrats that watches. On 100. Cheers.